Welcome, everybody, to episode 90 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Age of Empires 2 HD. We all played a game of that together, uh, kind of kind of kicking it back to the old school days when we, I don't know if we were in high school or early college when we used to play this a lot. Do you Do you guys remember? I don't remember, Dan. I feel like it was high school because we would play at night and then um, all go in the next day and rag on each other about our games, and there were, there was some controversy um, involved back in the day too. Like I think one of our, one time we were playing a game and one of our friends got beat and when, when you get beat, like the entire map gets revealed to you. So he called one of our, one of our other friends that was on his team and was giving him Intel on what was going on in the game. And that caused a big controversy in our I, friend I circle. Don't, I don't remember smart. that. I think it was Graham and Kyle that did that. I think Kyle got beat and called Graham. I or... can't believe he was smart enough to do that. First of all, <laughs> well, right. But that, that, that is what happened. And there was a big controversy. Um, I so, bet you some... Graham like texted him. I was like, Hey, well, that was pre-texting days. I bet you Graham called him and was like, hey, you should uh, tell me what they're doing. Because there's no Maybe. way Kyle I could see that being Graham's idea yeah. after he got beat. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's what we played. We're going to talk about our game that we played and then uh, what we think of the remake. Um, today's uh, April 10th, 2013, too, by the way, in case you're listening to this in, in the future. Um, hopefully it's you know still hanging around you know, 30, 40 years from now. You can listen to... Old episodes of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, but first, some teasers. Uh, Eric started Bioshock, uh, so he's going to talk about that. Eric and Will played some Minecraft, and then Eric uh, also played Minecraft Pocket Edition. And then Will played Battle Block Theater. Correct. That's what it's called. Okay, so we'll be talking about that later during what we played. Um, Nibble Bits. Uh, I will get us started. Uh, Austin, Texas is next on the list of cities to be getting Google Fiber, uh, which should be available sometime in 2014. City, city and state officials hope for the uh, new, hope the new top-of-the-line internet service will make Austin an even more attractive destination for tech startups. Um, uh, Austin is kind of like a techie type of city anyway, um, and I, I had never even thought about that as being a, a, a reason to have the Google Fiber, I guess. Uh, when Kansas City got it, that they did get a lot of of fledgling tech startups uh, moving into the city uh, and creating jobs and stuff for people just because they had, um, you know, the the super fast good internet. So there's a there's a word for it. Uh, it's it's almost like a shanty town where I, f- I forget the name of it that these people are just like piling in just to see what they can do with the internet speed. Oh, really? Uh, that's awesome. And Austin's, I don't know if you had this, Dan, but Austin's a great place uh, for games because that's where a lot of indie developers are. Yeah. Oh, is there a lot of indie developers there? I know it, yeah. Bioware is in Austin, or did they close down their Austin studio? They had one in Austin. Mm, don't know that. But that's kind of like a, it's like a techie city anyway. Um, yeah. So I think that's just going to help them that much more with uh, with their with their tech goals, you know. So. Yeah, they have the big, the South by Southwest, mostly music festival, but they have a big uh, technology component with that. Yeah. Um, and that'd be awesome to have. And it's funny because I jokingly asked my girlfriend if we could move to Kansas City for the internet. Uh-huh. And she, she said no, of course, but she wants to move to Austin. Oh, there you go. And it was cool to see that that's the next town getting it. So, yeah. Uh, I After hearing these two cities that got it, I'm pretty sure Binghamton is never going to get Google Fiber. Nope. Dan, <laughs> they're pretty comparable to Binghamton. Yeah, uh, Kansas City and yeah. uh, Austin. We have our own major football team here. That's true. What is it called again? Well, it was rumored that we were going to get an arena team. Oh, that's right. And then I was all set to get season tickets. That didn't happen, did it? It didn't happen. Fell oh, through. Damn it. But we were this close. Yeah. 
That would have put Binghamton on the map. Um, but anyway, yeah. So that that's a good thing. I want to see them sp- spread it a little faster, but I don't. I don't know. I think probably the slow approach is a is a good approach. Uh, but anyway, Alienware's X fifty one gaming system will now come with the option of running Ubuntu for the operating system and come with a low six hundred dollar price tag for the base model, uh, which includes a dual core i three chip, six gigabytes of RAM, one gigabyte. GTX 645 graphics card and a one terabyte hard drive. The benefit of the Alienware X51 gaming system is that it's about the size of an Xbox. So if you're looking for a uh, Steam box, I guess that's a kind of a good place to start. Specs are a little bit low. You could obviously build something a little better um, for yourself if you have the tech know-how. But if you're just looking for a, a system that's already made for the Steam box, that's that's a solid route to go alienware's you know quality quality machines so if a little on the pricey side um but you know and, and if you have a extra copy of windows laying around you can always install that on it so there's that uh deep silver the new owner of metro and saints row series believes it is up to the task of managing its new titles uh, let's make my tablet switch sides. Uh, in an interview with Game Informer, Deep Silver COO Jeff Mulligan said, quote, I firmly believe uh, that you do not need a giant organization anymore. That's what's killing so many publishers. The moment you don't have a giant AAA hit, your overhead absolutely eats you alive. Uh, what, what do you do if this big AAA game didn't hit? You've got to ship another one very quickly and hope that one does, end quote. So a lot of the things that he was saying in that interview with Game Informer were some of the stuff that uh, Gabe Newell talked about in the Nerdist podcast that uh, came out in what, October or whatever, October or November. Um, that, yeah, uh, you know, game companies are getting getting a little too big for their britches, building, hiring tons of employees, and it's not, uh, not working out for them. So hopefully he's right. Um, I'm a big fan of the Saints Row series, so... Hopefully they don't uh, run it into the ground. And it uh, seems like they're not going to so far. Which so, is good. Yeah. So I, I have a little faith in Deep Silver now. We'll see. We'll see as the time comes. Mm-hmm. But, what did they buy? Uh, Metro and Saints Row. They That's bought right. Volition okay. and who whoever made Metro. Uh, who made Metro? I, I don't saw know. it today, too. Uh, yeah, Deep. I don't remember. Um, Relic. Is it Relic? No. No. It's... Relic made Darksiders, I think. I don't bug. know. It's going to really bug me. I'll look it up. Um, but, yeah, that's it for my nibble bits. So, Corey, go ahead with your nibble bits. Just say it, Dan. Uh, it was interesting. A quote from a while ago, the guys that did the Metro game. Um, sorry, I was just trying to look it up. Oh, that's they, fine. they said THQ didn't understand how to make or what made Metro such a good game. They didn't really get it. So, right. hopefully Deep Silver does because it's a really good concept. Yeah, um, I briefly played Metro 2033, um, and it, it, graphically it was really awesome, and it, it seemed cool. I wasn't into it at the time, but it's on my computer, so I'll just pro- I'll download it and play it eventually. So, yeah, 4A Games, 4A Games. That's who made it's the developer Metro 2033. I don't feel like that's what it was. I that's what they said. I don't think that's what I read either. Oh, well. That's what it says for Last Light, too. 4A Games, developed by, published by Deep Silver. Huh. huh. Okay. But Mo- anyways. Moving on. To me? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this was exciting. Microsoft's creative director told his Twitter followers to, quote-unquote, deal with it, referring to always online DRM. Uh, he said all this without actually confirming anything. <clears throat> 
The guy's name is Adam Orth, and he's the creative director on Something Unannounced for the next box. He had a series of tweets. I'll just read through them quick. He said, Sometimes the electricity goes out. I will not purchase a vacuum cleaner. The mobile reception in the area I live in is spotty and unreliable. I will not buy a mobile phone. And then some people gave him some shit, and he said, Sorry for expressing my personal opinion about what I want from the electronic devices I pay for on Twitter. Jesus. Which led Microsoft to later release a statement. People were all up in arms. This was uh, the story was published everywhere. People people were up in arms. Microsoft actually had to do some damage control by saying, "We apologize for the inappropriate comments made by an employee on Twitter yesterday. This person is not a spokesperson for Microsoft, and his personal views do not reflect the customer-centric approach we take to our products or how we would communicate directly with our loyal customers. We are very sorry if this offended anyone." However, we have not made any announcements about our product roadmap and have no further comment on this matter. Those are bad analogies that he used. Yeah, and they're the, terrible analogies. Yeah, the, and some of the things that he said, th- those weren't the ones that really made me mad. Like, some of them are saying, because uh, some of the people were tell, you know, talking to him on Twitter and saying, like, look, I live in a place where I only have dial-up for internet. And he basically told them to move to a bigger city and not to live yeah. where they live. It's like, what? The times, I think yeah, exactly. That's ridiculous. Like the stuff he said about the vacuum cleaner, that's just stupid. But yeah. um, I, I feel like the, you know, move to a new area kind of condescending comments were way over the line. Yeah. Um, I'm all about expressing your opinion. You know, that's fine. That's his opinion. But uh, at the same time, he works for Microsoft, works, probably worked on the system in some capacity and, uh, you know, he, he stuff he said, I, I do think is, is somewhat reflective of the mentality of, of the company, you know? It what, might be his opinion, but it doesn't mean he's not a dick. That yeah, too. Boy, you couldn't have nailed that any better, Corey. That too. So, I mean, the bad analogies, uh, I think I if our cell phone service around here um, was tenuous at best, you know, I wouldn't buy a cell phone. If you, if you can only use it half the time, what's the point, you know? Yeah. So that's a bad analogy, and then the electricity thing is just that's electricity is uh, a necessity. You, you need mobile reception to use a mobile phone, right? You don't need internet reception to play a video game, right? That that's that, that that's, that's, that's another one too. Um, and then you know, electricity at this point is almost uh, uh, something you need to live. You know, you need heat and running water for the for the most part, obviously. So but yeah, uh, if you don't it, have it, it, it becomes a first world problem, which I hate. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't need an internet access. Everyone doesn't have internet access. It's not not a necessity for a lot of people. Probably for me, it is, but I'm, too, I only man. speak for myself and not for everybody. So yeah, Francis had a good video. Did he? Yeah, is it the one where he's chopping up his Xbox with an axe. Is that the one you're talking I about? Think it's that one. Okay, that, that was that, one, that yeah. was pretty funny. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what he said in it, but I was like, you know what, Francis, that's a really good argument against this douche yeah okay moving on the xbox 720 is reportedly using an amd cpu this is different from the ibm power pc cpu that the 360 uses which means and i didn't know this that it cannot be backwards compatible compatible without some sort of emulation going on it is the chip that they're using now is similar to the ps4s uh so the ps4 Kind of, ha- they kind of have uh, this taken care of in that they they plan to use Gaikai for older yeah. PS games because uh, if you're streaming it, you know it doesn't matter what your hardware is. Right. So another thing it means is that there will be easier cross-platform 
uh, game development between PC and the next Xbox and you know PS4 in that in that sense. So kind of makes me want to ask the question. Maybe I should say this for roundtable, but just briefly, which would you prefer? Uh, better cross-platform development between PC, Xbox, or backwards compatibility? Um, well, at this point, I don't care about back- backwards compatibility because I got rid of all my Xbox stuff. I probably wouldn't pick it up again. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't care about backwards compatibility at this point. Like I said, I got rid of all my Xbox stuff. It's not not necessary to me anymore. I, I prefer backwards compatibility, obviously. I think I'm keeping my Xbox, so I am too. 360, so I wouldn't. I don't really care about backwards compatibility. That's fully backwards compatible with the Xbox 360. What is your, your Xbox 360? Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Sir. Boy, yeah, it runs it, like it, a charm. It would all. It will always be able to play Xbox 360 <laughs> games, which I love. Yeah. I think it's great about it. Yep. Except for the ones that require music licenses. Nobody put that as a nibble bit, did they? What? The rock band, uh, DLC, some of the DLC and the original songs in the game got no. pulled because the licenses expired. Did not I see did, that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that, that would suck. I'll say. Okay. Uh, but anyway, Dan, I'm with you. I don't really care about backwards compatibility. I hardly play a game more than once. Anyway. I usually do, but um, you know, all my stuff is, is over on PC now, so I'll always have it. There you go. I'll move on. Bethesda Vice President Peter Hines said this about his publishing company during the OXM podcast. He said, I think you'll hear us making considerably more noise this year than we did last year as a publisher. Obviously, the Elder Scrolls Online is out, and we've got that Dishonored DLC, but we will be announcing new stuff and making some noise. And I think when we get the chance to show you guys what we're up to, that you'll sit up and take notice. Fallout 4? I hope it's Fallout 4. better be gotta be right um yeah, i mean that but skyrim does it came out two years well it'll be two years ago in the fall skyrim yeah, yeah. it will be two years in the fall mm-hmm. when did new vegas come out 2010 yeah, uh 10 or 11 it wasn't 2011 i don't think it's almost been 10 then yeah yeah probably yeah let's say 2009 2010 skyrim. yeah yeah it's crazy it's that old fallout 3 is from 2008 yeah damn where is the time gone? I wonder if they're just going to pu- uh, publish it and not develop Fallout 4, because uh, Obsidian um, kind of made a mess of Fallout New Vegas. They made a great game, yeah. but the bugs are unbearable. Put the A-team on it. Hopefully. Okay. Uh, sorry, I just have a couple more. I had a lot this fine. week. No paid power-ups for XCOM on iOS, says it, the game's lead designer, Jake Solomon. Uh, IGN asked him about it and he said oh god please no I'm not sure I would be able to sleep at night my food would taste like ashes in my mouth good for him <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> and there was a Kotaku article published today titled the last months of LucasArts which sort of chronicles the downfall of LucasArts it's a really good read uh, I just wanted to pull out one brief bit of it the staff was working on this is all from a source the staff at LucasArts was working on three games 1313 being one of them First Assault and Version 2 so, version 2 apparently was intended to become Battlefront 3. And if you watch the video, it looks really cool. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah, secured a, a video of, of some gameplay footage. It looks awesome, especially with the vehicles, uh, X-Wing zipping around and the little hover speeder bikes. Uh, it makes me want to like barf. So, does that mean if they're going to come out with a new Battlefront, it, they would have to start from scratch? Like, all that stuff is just done for? No, nah, I don't think so. Oh, that, 
That's what I was confused about when somebody said that 1313 will never get picked up. Who said that? Somebody said that last week. It was someone yeah, from Lucas. Yeah. It was someone from Lucas Arts said that. I don't. I don't. I don't get that. I don't. I don't see why that that would be the case. Maybe because it, maybe thirteen thirteen was really a piece of shit, and that's why. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I did but read like Battlefront three. I did read what? today that um, Disney after the Sandy uh, Hook shooting said that they weren't gonna have like violence in their video games. Yeah, they they took a step. They wanted to take a step back and uh, examine. <laughs> yeah. What putting out a little bit yeah. more carefully. Uh, to but use was... to use a quote from uh, Star Wars movies, this deal is getting worse all the time. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I think we're going to talk about that and feedback a little bit more, though. Okay. I, I gotta this... tell you, if 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 they did that and like took violence out of their games because of shit like that, I wouldn't buy one of their games. Yeah, I really. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Just to make a stupid statement. And that's not like me. Like if if I think a game's going to be cool, I'll get it regardless. But that's just. Yeah, to me, I but hate it, it's it's getting preachy. It is, and, and, I, and I, I hate that more than anything. I don't mind it in the right. Like South Park is a little bit preachy, but yeah, but they do it. Yeah, it, but they're right. I, yeah, that's what I was trying to come up with. That's a good they're point. right, and I agree with them. So right. so it's okay. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they're right. <laughs> that's a good. Uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Lots more came out of that article on Kotaku. Again, it's called "The Last Months of Lucas Arts." It's a really good read. I recommend it. Um, one more brief thing it mentioned that at one point EA considered buying LucasArts. And they would have turned it into a toilet. Yep. Dumpsky. Yeah. Okay. That, <laughs> that everything, Corey? That's all I got. All right, Will, what do you got for us? Um, one second here. I'm going to get my notepad up. All right. Splinter Cell Blacklist is going to be coming to the Wii U August 20th. <laughs> it's going to have special features for the uh, Wii U's gamepad, too. So there's another bigger title that the Wii U is getting. I almost, like... Chuckled. I'm mad that it's going on Wii U because I'm really looking forward to it, and I feel like that brings it down a notch. I don't know why. I just do. That's I forget where I read it, but somebody made a good point where it's news when the Wii U gets a cross-platform title. It re- yeah, exactly, and I feel like it's like... Because that's one of the games I'm really looking forward to. I thought it looked really cool. I'm still going to get it, but... Of course, you should. I'm going to. It looks kind of cool. So. It does look good. But uh, yeah, that was my first one. Um, Obsidian released some footage of their Kickstarter game called Project Eternity. It shows off the environment and some of the characters, and this was Obsidian's Kickstarter game that raised $4 million. I don't know if any of you saw the... I didn't see it. I was going to watch it before we started recording, but I didn't have time. Did you see it, Corey? Project Eternity? Yeah. No, there's a video? Yeah, there's a video where they show off their like day and night cycle and like their environments and stuff and some of the characters walking through it. Oh, looks pretty nice. Cool. Were you going to ask me if I saw it, Will? Did you? No. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. It's too too smart for you. Yeah, I've, steep learning curve when you watch that one. <laughs> for this one, I think it's a point and click. So Still I know you're gonna like to play that one. I could point and click with the best of them. Good job, Eric. You did it. Wait, I thought you didn't like point and clicks. I hate them, but I could do it. Not not because of the learning curve, right? But just because you could probably power through it if you needed to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, what do you got for us? Um, and my last one is during an interview with the Games Industry International, Bioware co-founder Greg Zestruck, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I think that's what we Own decided. It. Own it, Will. Sure, it's that one. Reflected on Bioware being bought by EA, and his comments were, the best analogy I use in a positive way is EA gives you enough rope to hang yourself. <laughs> but he, And later in the interview, he goes on to say that... Uh, 
that Bioware had full creative control of all their games and stuff like that, and how they were mainly experimenting with their Mass Effect and Dragon Age games, and how, you know, without EA, they wouldn't have the resources to do what they wanted to do. Right. But I'm kind of confused why he said EA gives you enough rope to hang yourself. Yeah, I think what he meant by that was that, like, because because they give you a ton of resources, they kind of expect some of those resources back. So they 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 want you to make a game that's going to be profitable to them. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know, if you're just an independent company, you're going to have a you're. I I think they explained in the article that if you're an independent company, you're happy if you make enough money to pay off the development costs of the game, mm-hmm. and and people like your game, you're happy with that. But because of, because of EA, you know, they gave you all this money to do all these things. They want that money back and more and more so okay. there's that much more pressure to make a good make make yeah. a, make a good game and a lot of times when that happens you don't end up making a good game or you put something in there that uh that doesn't necessarily work out work or something out, yeah. something something that uh has mass market appeal you know mm, okay um hence making uh making uh, mass effect more like call of duty i know that was one of their goals and i think that is part of the influence from ea you know Mm -hmm. trying to make the game more more appealing to more people more bro appeal yeah it's like oh you need a hundred million dollars to make your game well okay but make sure you bring in 200 billion right right exactly and that there's that much more pressure on them to make whatever you know to make make the game have more mass market appeal where mass the first mass effect i don't think was designed with um, mass market appeal you know I, th- I think with Mass Effect 2, they did a good job. Mass Effect 3 was a great game up until the end. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And his reflection of being... Yeah, I read that. EA. I read that. That was that was a good article. I was really hoping he'd crap on EA. Yeah. He, well, he kind of did. Did, on, in a way. Yeah, in a roundabout way. Mm-hmm. So. That's all I had. All right. Eric, what do you got for us for Nibble? Got a few here. Uh, Fatal Frame, which we've talked about a few times, uh, one of the scarier games I've ever played, is now on the PlayStation Network. It's $10. I plan on picking that up this I was, week. I was just going to ask if you were going to get Regardless it. of whether I play it, I like to support things that I like. Yeah. So, yeah. And I've been playing Bioshock, like you said. Uh-huh. I'm kind of getting into the, the scariness. Yeah, it is. It's freaky. There's yeah. no doubt. I don't know if I want to play Fatal Frame. Not by yourself. By myself, anymore. ever. So. What about with your girlfriend around? No. She'll laugh she at you. She will laugh at me. When we talk about Minecraft, remind me what her reaction was when she saw me and Will playing. I okay. don't want to forget that. All right. Good, good reaction. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, some more Xbox 720 rumors. I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I didn't remember talking about it, so I'm going to do it now. Um, rumors are there's a subscription-based Xbox 720, which Corey has mentioned before. Uh, which will be 300 and a standard model for 500 um, 500 is a little more than I was hoping they were going to be. Yeah. But the way things are looking right now, I'm not going to get an Xbox anyway. So, um, yeah, I don't know how you guys feel about the, the subscription. That just means, like, for Xbox Live, right? I think so. Yeah, you, you're locked into, like, two years of Xbox Live. Like Corey talked about with the – he actually predicted that in our – yeah, you did. In an episode that we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one, one down, four to go. So I saw that. I saw it, and I was like, hey, wait a minute. I, somebody said that. Oh, what's the word that they use? Subsidized price yeah. of yeah. a console. Right. So I mean, if I was to get one, that's probably the one I would get. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm going to get Xbox Live anyway, and I always pay the monthly. Right. Which is stupid, but I do it. It's a lot cheaper to do it by the year. Oh, God. And there's always a deal on the yearly, like yeah. on Amazon, you it, know, the cards. You can get them for like 40 it, bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're paying, what, 10 a month? At I least. don't want to talk about it because <laughs> I know it's stupid. 
Well, you never know when that I one month is going to come, and you're going to be like, you know what? I don't need Xbox Live anymore. <laughs> no. That month is not coming. Well, it's funny that you say that because I think my mine was up for renewal in November, and I paid the $60 to, to renew it for a year. Um, and then I ended up selling my Xbox shortly after New Year's, so I didn't even quite get two months out of it. Out of boy, Dan. That's how they get you by the balls. Yep. So I'm. I mean, I, I, I'm still paying, like paying for my Xbox. I still have an active Xbox Live account, but I have no Xbox. So, whatevs though. Um. Next, another Xbox-related rumor. This is off the IGN website. I'm gonna read what it says, and hopefully, you guys can shed light. It's a little more techy than than okay. I'm. Um. A new report from The Verge suggests that the next-gen system will be capable of integrating a user's cable or satellite signal into a unified user interface, similar to Google TV. What is that? Like? I think it just means that you can, like, your your cable box. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to hook it up exactly, but it says via the, HDMI. Oh, so you would what? What would happen is you would run an HDMI cable from the back of your cable box into your Xbox okay. and control everything from your Xbox uh, oh, onto okay. your TV. So you wouldn't need to like, if you wanted to watch TV, you wouldn't need to turn off your Xbox. You gotcha. could just, you know, whatever, change the channel. Okay. On your actual Xbox. Um. Also, sort of, go ahead, Corey. I, I sort of got the impression that it was more of your Xbox acting as your cable box. Yeah, I think that's kind of what they're going for here. Yeah. Um, the other thing is that the Connect will play a big role in the TV services. Now, I hated this when I read it. Like, you know how the Connect is supposed to be able to sense multiple people? Yeah. If you have people sitting on a couch, it will read that there's, say, say three of us, because since Corey's in Brooklyn, the three of us are sitting there watching whatever. If one of us were to turn our head away, it would pause it. Oh, that yeah. sucks. I mean, I'm sure you could turn it off, but... I don't like that. Do they honestly think that people want that? Like... The two people that are paying attention are like, hey, what the fuck, man? Yeah, what if you're watching something gory? You right. two love it, and I look away. And right. I'm like, ugh. And then it pauses, and I look back, and, and then, then it shows. And then Will and I get in a fist fight because my show stopped. And, <laughs> I mean. I, I would be the guy that would look away on purpose every well, couple I seconds. Well, I think I would be that guy, too, and we would take turns. <laughs> well, it was like it's the same it's guy Halo. that delays the Halo game. Uh, I do it all God, the time. I've been that guy for 29 years now. Yeah. I was so upset when they took it out of Halo 4. Yeah. That was the thing I was most sad about. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so that's just some more some more Xbox rumors for you. And my last thing, um, they put out, I tweeted this, uh, retweeted it from the IGN website. It's a Dark Souls 2 gameplay reveal. It's a 12-minute demo. Uh, I didn't get, I watched a little bit on, uh, at my, on my lunch break at work today, so I didn't get to listen to it. Uh-huh. Um, so I didn't really know what was going on too much. But just from what I watched, it looks awesome. The graphics look freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they're... I'm assuming they were playing on PC or whatever, but... Dark Souls is still something I, I need to get into. You, you know, I was watching this video, and I liked that game. Yeah. I was just so intimidated by... You know, I don't like a hard game. I was going to say, it was too hard. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, yeah. Okay. I don't... No, I think it was... It not was, too hard to figure out, Will. The I don't know. It was kind of hard to figure out some stuff. Okay. Well, it was the 70-hour commitment that yeah, you would have needed I don't to have, beat it. You know, I just don't have that kind of wherewithal, Dan. You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have that wherewithal, but it's okay. I I I agree. I do want to play that again just because I I loved the idea of it and yeah. like the idea of picking Corey. What did you do? You picked like a special ability at the beginning or something. Do you remember that? Mm. And I picked nothing. No. Oh, in Dark Souls. Yeah, Dark Souls. You pick your class. 
Yeah, but there was like something you pick, and I ended up picking none, which may or may not have given me something special along the way because I didn't pick a special ability. Do you remember that? I was just intrigued uh, by stuff like that. Yeah. To see how that would play out yeah. in the game. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I, yeah, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. It's probably I picked, pretty... I picked, like, the, the witch's ring or something yeah, like that, and the... I had no idea what it was exactly, for. Exactly, exactly. It's just cool stuff like that. It doesn't tell you what it does. Yeah. But I wanted to find out, like, yeah. you know what I mean? You're going to figure Discovery, it out on the way. Yeah. But the problem is, like you say, it's a 70-hour commitment. When the hell am I going to find out what it does if I even do? Like, Corey leveled his guy up to level bajillion and couldn't get past his boss. Yeah. You know? What was the speed run, Corey, for Dark Souls? Wasn't it, like, half an hour? I remember. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was, it was or, something ridiculous. Yeah. Was it ni- ninety minutes? Maybe uh, might have been it was that. It might have been an hour. It's crazy. I did watch the Dark Souls two video though. Oh, you did? What do you think? Looks like more Dark Souls, but I'm okay with that. How'd you like the graphics though? Weren't they awesome? Yeah, I was on a, a sort of shitty stream. My okay. internet speed at work was really slow, so I didn't get to watch in really high quality. I don't know. I was impressed. I thought it looked awesome. Yeah, I believe it. But uh, one of the cool things I liked about it was that enemies, um, their AI is such that, like, depending on what you do to them, they'll behave in a different way. And they showed an example of this one, like, big kind of, like, cave troll creature. And if you shot it with an arrow, it, like, pissed it off, so it behaved differently than if you attacked it, like, with a sword or something. Oh, that's cool. It was really cool. And there were a lot of examples of that kind of thing, which is neat. And I think it's good for that kind of game. What did you think? uh, I only saw this part briefly, but that big, like, bone dragon. The bone dragon. How awesome was that? Yeah, it was awesome. I can't really explain it. It it looked like something you'd see in a museum, like the bones of a dragon, and it was just humongous. And your guy walks down these stairs, and it's there, and it just kind of attacks him. You got to watch it. It was awesome. I'll have to remember that one. Yeah. I I, I tweeted it, so it's right Okay. Perfect. And that's it for me, Dan. All right. Well, let's get into our weeks. Eric, why don't you, why don't you take take his away? Uh, I don't think I really have too much to report outside of uh, what, what I played this week, Dan. Um, no, nothing sports-wise to talk about. Sabres, had they won last night, could have snuck into the playoffs, but I think they're done. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been feeling that way about Nashville, yeah, too. Yeah, they got whooped up by Winnipeg last night. Yeah, I know. I played Miller. Thanks. Oh, did you? Thanks, Miller. Well, oh, we should talk about fantasy hockey. Will beat me. In the first round of the playoffs after I was in first for the entire season, except for the last week. So that was exciting. When what happened? You, you, Corey overtook me. Right. At the very it's always end. always Corey. The only reason I don't care that you're being a dick, Corey, is because of what happened last night. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. Yep. A lot. Yeah, uh, the people the people to advance in our league were me, Will, Corey, and and our our dad. I saw that, um, which is weird. Um, but Mirtha Mirthas. yeah, but me and me and Dad are playing each other, and then Will and Corey are playing each Good other. Good luck, so. Will. You guys, you guys are neck and neck, right, Dan? Yeah, well, that's because I had a shutout the first night. Who got it? Uh, Corey Schneider. Mm. He's my the, yeah. he's the only player that's like done anything for me the past whatever. Out of his mind. I've been w- winning goalie stats because of him, pretty much. You know, I'll get a couple couple decent games in for my other goalies, but he's what? he's carried my team on his back. Well, did I finish with one goal against you? Two, two goals. Doesn't Brian Boyle suck? had both the, of them. Brian Boyle, who had like three goals the entire season. Brian Boyle. Yep. Wow. You had three goals, Eric. Three. Did I? 
Pominville, Clarkson, and Boyle had oh, one. They took they did. Wait. I, he originally had two, but they took one of them away. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, Palmer's had a good game for the Wild the other night. He had a goal and assist. Well, they're going to need him because Danny Heatley's out for the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. I, I'm right. rooting for Palm. Palmer's. Yep. Is he number 29 for Minnesota? I don't know. He's on the Parise line, though. Oh. Him, Parise, and Koivu. Yeah, yeah. Well, they need him now because Heatley was on that mm-hmm. line, but he's not anymore, obviously. Did Heatley get hurt before the trade? I don't know. That, that probably would have helped the trade. Yeah. Let the uh, yeah, I'm rape not, them of draft, pe- draft picks and not, whatnot. Right. Not sure exactly when the... When that got when he got hurt, but okay, yeah. I, I think I, I just found out today it's for the rest of the season. Can I just read my stats from last week. I'm just looking at them now, and I'm I mean, you don't have to. Floored. Shut I up. Twenty goals. Twenty goals. Twenty goals. Sixteen of this plus twelve. Thirty-two penalty minutes. Ten power play points. One hundred and eighty-two face-off wins. Eighty-two hits. Forty-seven blocks. Two wins. Zero point three eight goals against. Point nine eight seven save percentage and one shutout. Oh, cool, Corey. You're not doing that well against me. We're neck and neck in almost every category. I know. I forgot to play my players yesterday. I think I only missed two guys, though. Yeah. I, you're beating me in goalie stats because Miller had probably the worst game he could have had. How many shots did he face, do you know? Usually he faces like four he had, games. He had like an, <laughs> there's only, there's I'm only, not even exaggerating. There's only so much you can do with yeah. that. He had like an 880-something uh-huh. save percentage, but still. Minimum, he faces 30. I feel bad for Nashville's goalie Pecorine because they've lost one to zero, probably four or five times this season. <laughs> like he gives up one goal and they can't get one goal to to help him out a little bit. It's like, come Ooh. on, guys! So, it, Jesus Christ! Is brutal in front of Miller. Yeah, our defense is good. We just can't freaking score. But that's it for my week. All right, Will, what do you got? Um, you know, fantasy hockey. I'm playing Corey. He's beating me seven to one. But like I said. All of our stats are pretty close besides the goalie stuff. I think we're within three or four in pretty much every category. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping to beat Corey so I can go into the championship. Yeah. But uh, I had to play a baseball game this week against Elmira Notre Dame. I don't really want to talk about it. It was a rough game. Uh, Lost 13 nothing. Oh, jeez. What's going on? You're supposed to be good this yeah, year. What happened to the, the mighty I, Cardinals? I know the problem. I'm not going to get into it now. But... Wait. Coach? No. Nah. It's not the coach. But, yeah. You're, Will, you're spending too much time doing cardio and not enough time doing bat, batting practice. You, ah. you need to start pumping some iron. Hey, I'm I'm hitting the ball, all right? You, you got to get out there and start taking some BP, Will. I was going to say, or you need to start juicing. <laughs> I thought. It's probably too late at this point. Nope, guy. it's never too late. Never too late to start juicing, Dan. Dan, Well, the on. season's probably half over, right? No, we've only played three games. Right, but and you probably have to make up we a few. We've played, like, 17 games. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I could start. It's a grueling baseball season. Start juicing. Not bad it's at okay. all. It's a lot of BP. Hey, I'm hitting the ball. Are you? My coach told me today I'm hitting really well. I'm just not getting lucky. Mm, making good contact out there. Yeah, I lined out to right field trying to score our first run of the season. And the guy like made a great catch on it. Did and he? I was just like... Willie mazed it? No, it was like a line drive, and it was like a goofy right fielder, and he was like jogging. <laughs> that's where they put the that's where they yeah. put the goofy players. Well, that's right what field. I'm playing. That's the lanky the, I'm playing. I'm playing right field and second base. So I'm like, I take offense to well, that. Well, second base. Well, you got to work your way into the hot corner. Uh, I, I mm. I'd never had the arm for third, Our, even though I played center field. I never. The, had I was on arm. first because I couldn't move or throw. <laughs> Perfect. So they you, threw you, me at first base. You could hit the ball though. I was a cleanup hitter. Yeah. Let me just throw Eric on first. Yeah, 
But like, uh, yeah, the big hurt. Our coach said wanted somebody to try out for uh, third, and I thought about it, but the hot corner will. Well, the uh, the backup second baseman went to try out over there because when a certain two people pitch, I play second base, and when our other pitcher pitches, I play outfield. Oh, okay. So I was center field and leadoff batter. Mm-hmm. Didn't you play catcher at one point? I was catcher in little league. That's right. That's hard. Um, I liked it, but I had a terrible arm, so mm-hmm. like I had trouble throwing it to second. It's a Mirtha thing having a terrible arm. I was at a shit I, arm too. I never worked on it either. I mean, I, I never practiced. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, all that natural ability you had. I was a decent center fielder, but I was a terrible batter, mm-hmm. I, which is why I batted leadoff because I I've told the story many times, but I would crouch down a little. I'm short anyway. Crouch down a little batting stance, take a walk. Get on base. Get on base. Steal, steal second, usually. I haven't been on base yet. A little so. small ball. Yeah, exactly. I was on base one time this year. Oh, boy. But. Well, and I'll tell you what. We've given baseball all the attention it deserves. Mm-hmm. I heard your cardio comment, Corey. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> what? You said stop <laughs> worrying about cardio. What? Yeah, you've been going on a lot of runs. Yeah, and I heard you and Eric were speculating why I started. That's not it at all. I asked him if he had a girlfriend, and he goes, no. I go, are you sure? It's like, He's like, yes. <laughs> Eric's like, who'd you go running with? I'm like, Tim and Evan. <laughs> so. Anywho. All right. Good job on a- speculating. Anything else this week, Well, Other than that, uh, no. Okay. That's what I can think of. All right, I'll go next. I, I do have my weigh-in this week, despite the fact that I worked today. Um, I remember to weigh myself this morning, and I weighed 248. So I put on six pounds of pure gristle. Attaboy. Attaboy, Dan. Um, but wow. it's, been, it's been, well, it's been a week and a half of really, really bad eating. So hopefully one of these days I get back on the horse. And a lot of it's water weight. I probably actually, you know, if, if I cut out the carbs for like two days, I'd probably be 245. So it's probably only three pounds of, of body fat that I put back on, but. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully there'll be some loss next week. Uh, the only other thing I did, uh, other than play a ton of Guild Wars this week, was I'm watching Archer. They just put the third season of Archer on Netflix. Um, it's a great, great show. I suggest it to anyone. If you like, uh, it's kind of like dirty and stuff. If you if you like South Park, you'll probably like, like Archer. Yeah, one of my friends left school because he felt like watching Archer. Yeah, Archer's a great show. Um, and then I'm caught up on Doctor Who almost. Um, I had not watched that much of this season. Uh, I I knew because uh, there's there's a companion switch, a Doctor companion switch, uh, and I I wasn't emotionally ready for the the switching of companions. But I finally watched the the last two episodes with the the old companions, and uh, I haven't watched the ones with the new companion yet. But you know, I, I got through it with only a, a few man tears. Um, boy, with the switching of compa- companions of Doctor Who, so I don't want to get into any spoilers, but wasn't one of the more recent episodes uh, there were some returning characters? Yeah, because they're doing the 50 year anniversary stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't, like I said, I, I haven't watched any of the ones with the new companion, but apparently they're supposed to bring back a few a few doctors or whatever from from and characters from the, from the past. I don't know if that's happened yet or if that's gonna happen. I'm not really yeah. sure. Um, but as I said, I'm a little behind, so I haven't followed it that closely. I'm way behind. But yeah, I'm, I'm this weekend actually. I'm, I'm we're gonna get all caught up. So. But did you start watching Sword Art Online? No, I keep forgetting. 
I need to be reminded. I watched a couple RG episodes of that. Roll.com. Oh, yeah, we'll watch some of it. Mm-hmm. There was one really weird episode, but other than that, it was all right. I'll probably love it because, you know, me and my MMORPGs. You would love it, Dan. Yeah. Just don't watch the episode I saw to start. It was strange. Okay. Very strange. All right. What about you, Corey? What do you got for us? I had a weekend of firsts. Ooh. My girlfriend had a birthday surprise for me. Uh-huh. Turns out they blind they they my girlfriend and my roommates uh, put me in the car blindfolded me drove me what seemed like forever. Turns out it was in Lindhurst, New Jersey, and when I finally took the blindfold off, I was standing in front of Medieval Times. <laughs> oh, nice! Nice. I know you've always wanted to go there. Well, yeah, oh yeah, I certainly did. Um, it was a lot of fun. I got really into it. I was probably yelling louder than anyone else. I wasn't, like, drunken, angry yelling. It was just, like, really into yeah, it yelling. Yeah, cheering. Yeah, and I was trying to be in character a little bit by going, like, huzzah! <laughs> um, nice. No, I had a, a shot and a beer. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Corey. Well, you know you know me, six bucks for a Budweiser, and I'm like, you just one, please. Yeah. God, for a Budweiser. I don't know if I'd pay know, 50, yeah. 50 cents for a Budweiser. Butt yeah. wiper. And one of my roommates bought uh, shots of whiskey for everybody. There was five of us. It was 40 bucks. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. They didn't oh. have any, they didn't have a stein of mead? You know, I kept asking for mead. I kept saying, where's the mead? Really loud when the, the waitresses would walk by, but none of them stopped to say anything. Yeah. They probably get that a yeah, lot. They're probably say, like, what a dick. They probably hated you for that. The dude next to me, you could tell he was like a medieval times expert, and he was like slamming his cup on the table and like... It was a little bit much, but he told me that the one that we, the one in Jersey, is nothing compared to the one in Orlando. He said it is insane how intense it is. Really? We should go to it. Let's do it. I'd love to. Roadie, thumbstick athletes fight trip. This one was cool. Um, The acting was really bad, and like the sword play and the combat was really bad, but it was still like a lot of fun because they were still using, I don't want to say real weapons, but you know, weapons. Yeah. And uh. They, yeah, they were on horses doing all the, the tournament games, like lancing the rings that are up on the zip line and, and all that fun kind of stuff. And they did a joust, which was really cool. I just still didn't figure out how they did the joust because the lances would explode and the shields would explode. And that that, was, off the horse. that they, was normal, they actually. They contacted the WWF to see how they do it. Oh, somebody in the chat went to the one in Orlando. Mike Nelson went to the one in Orlando a few years ago. Nice. Um, so that was... That was yeah. That was that was a really good time. And then the following day, I went on my well, I went to my first massage given by the Chinese ladies in on the second floor of a shady building that nice. smelled like smelled like baby diapers and so. sushi. So I can only assume you know happy. the gorilla in the room. You got the happy ending. <laughs> it was a couple's massage. We actually so you got the happy it. ending. We, well, I was afraid I was going to get a boner. I didn't. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a couple's massage. We bought it for Valentine's Day and just didn't get around to, to it till now. And as part of the Valentine's Day special, they promised chocolates and champagne. Uh, we didn't get it till we finished, but the chocolates were Hershey Kisses. And the champagne was not even a shot glass's worth of champagne. Uh. They were just giving you the leftovers. They so, used everything else. Yeah, so how was the wanking? At the end. It was fantastic. Happy? It was great. 
But no, the the, the actual massage part of it was awesome. And mm-hmm. she started like going to town on my back, and she's like, "You want it hard or medium?" And I'm like, "Just hard." <laughs> <laughs> she she really went to town, but I have a shitty back, so it was it was very pleasurable. Nice. Um, I could feel like oxygen going to parts of my back that I haven't felt since I was, you know, twelve. Yeah. Did it crack a lot? <laughs> No, it didn't crack at all. She tried to crack my fingers because they, they go all the It's like a full body, except they didn't do my feet. Um, I don't blame them. Yeah. But they do, like, your hands and stuff. And she tried cracking my knuckles, but, like, nobody cracks my knuckles better than I do. Um, but it was really good. It wasn't as good as it felt. I don't think it was worth the money. It yeah, was, they're pricey. $100 for that. Whoa. Um, and How was long a, was it? It was a Groupon. It's actually $200. Oh, my It was an hour. God. Okay. Um, but it's just, it's really, really feels really good and they, they do a very good job, but it's just to me, like to pay that, you know, once a month or however often people do it, it's just not really worth it to me. Yeah. As good as it felt. Okay. But I was walking a little taller that day. Nice. All right. Anything Did, else? Go can, ahead. Can I, are you got anything else for your week, Corey? Um, let me see. No. I actually did do something. Okay. I forgot. I went to see Ron White. Oh, that's right. In Ithaca. How was it? Funny story, actually. I can't believe I forgot about this. Um, so it was me, our old intern, Tyler, mm-hmm. who's been fired again. Sacked, yeah. He's, yes. Um, it was me, him, his dad, who's really funny and picks on Tyler even more than we do, uh-huh. which is great, and his dad's buddy, who's like, he's like... um. He's an adult child. He's okay. got kids, but I feel like when he gets out of the house, he kind of likes to let loose a little bit. Okay. So we went to Ithaca to see uh, Ron White, and uh, he's kind of like, he was on the blue collar comedy tour, but he's not as redneck as the other guys. No, he no. just drinks yeah. and smokes. Yeah. Which I guess he fits in with that crowd. Right? He's got a yeah. southern accent, but he's really funny. Yeah. And um, so we were drinking on the way there, and got a little buzz on, and. We decided we should each get a, a glass of scotch to drink beforehand because that's what Ron White drinks. Uh-huh. So we we walked into a few bars downtown Ithaca and they were all packed. I forgot it was a Friday. Oh, so yeah. we're like, ah, let's go get some pizza. So we stopped at this pizza shop and Tyler's dad asked the girl, he's like, is there any bars that aren't going to be super packed around here tonight? And she goes, try that one across the, across the, the commons there. And I can't remember what it's called, but it was something like um, Slippery Joe's or something like that. Nice. So we ate our pizza, and we walk over there, and we were drinking our scotch, and Tyler goes up to get another drink, and these two guys walk in, and I think right at the same time, Tyler's dad and I both came to the realization that we were in a gay bar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, we look at these two guys, and oh wait, wait a minute. <laughs> and then I look at the bar, and this guy's got his hand on this other guy's ass, and then there's these two women sitting together, and it's just pairs of same-sex couples, and then us four. Uh-huh. So, like, Tyler, I text Tyler, I go, hey, the guy to your right's checking your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tyler's dad got up and started humping his friend's leg, and oh, we were just having man. a good jolly time and drinking scotch, and that was expensive, too. Thank God I didn't have to buy it. Um, but yeah, uh, so then we went to the, th- the theater to see Ron White and I don't really drink anymore and I got 
so tired. Like, I was yeah. out of it. I barely even remember any of it. It was funny, and the guy before him was pretty funny, too. But the guy before him, his funniest bit was about <laughs> the wrestling match that him and his penis have when he masturbates. Uh-huh. And he did it in the voice of the UFC announcer. And it was hilarious. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish I could remember his name, but it was really funny. Uh, Ron White's great, though. It was the first uh, stand-up comedian I've ever gone to see. Okay. Um, I've been to, like, variety shows, but I've never just gone to see, like, a stand-up yeah. comedian. It was really funny. Yeah. Expensive, though. Especially when you think... Tyler was in shock that it was only an hour and a half long, but I said to him, like, Tyler... That's a long think time. Think about how hard it is to yeah. stand in front of a, a, a theater like that and make people laugh for an hour. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think because I went to see Adam Carolla like a year, year and a half ago or whatever. And uh, I think the tickets were like 50 bucks, 40 bucks. That's 50 bucks for Ron White. Yeah. Um, But you're absolutely right. Like to stand in front of a crowd and talk and and make people laugh for an hour or whatever. That's that's tough, man. I I respect uh, comedians a lot for their ability to do that. It's a lot of work. So, yeah. And I know they like they have an act that they do, mm-hmm. but still like it, they have to know when when a bit's not going you going gotta away. Deliver it. Yeah, you got to deliver it, but you got to know what like if it's if it's you're not going to get the payoff that you want that you change it up a little mm-hmm. bit for for your you know how the audience reacts. Like yeah. there's a lot of nuance to it that uh, that most people don't realize. I don't think. Yep. So definitely. Yeah. So that's what I did. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. This is a long. Hey, yes. Sorry, just briefly, that speed run for Dark Souls, 29 minutes, 27 seconds. That's insane. Insane. All right. Uh, Yeah, well, this is a long first segment. We're almost at 50 minutes. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with our main segment on Age of Empires 2 HD right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 90 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our main segment. Uh, we all bought Age of Empires 2 HD, the re- the remake for for Steam. Uh, we we played a game together, which we, we also streamed live. Is that still, like, available if someone would want to watch it? Yeah, I think you would want to. Twitch, Twitch channel. Yeah, get on our Twitch channel if you, if you want to see it. Um, see. Highly recommended no, by two of us. There's nothing to see. We we streamed it live. It was from your perspective, right, Corey? Because you yes. Okay, so you're you're watching Corey's Corey's the game through Corey's perspective. I'm actually surprised <coughs> you guys didn't log in to watch and see what was going on. I never even crossed my. I mind. didn't even know we we're streaming. So never even All crossed. Right. My, I'm not devious like that. You know. Yeah, Dan's got a little more fortitude than that. Yeah. I would have if I knew we were streaming. Yeah, notice I said Dan. <laughs> I would have had my laptop set up. So anyway, we all we actually didn't start until late because someone felt the need to go on a jog. <laughs> With <Will>. a girl. <laughs> yep. Caught me. Um, well, what time did you finally show up? 9.30. It was like to 10, wasn't it? We started no, about 9.30. I got there at like 9.20. Yeah, game took an hour. And we didn't start until like 9.30 because you guys were talking about something being screwed up and hackers. Hack source. Yeah, what was the deal with that? We should we I touch on that? Yeah, I was actually going to talk about that first. Okay. So I, I I set up the game. Um, I got in. I think Corey was at, Corey was playing like a single player game or something before, right? Um, so I got yeah. in the game. I set I set it up and I, I sent out invites to Will and Corey. I didn't have I wasn't friends with Eric on Steam yet, but we are now. We are now definitely. Um, and you know we got in and we were we were just chatting or whatever, and then all of a sudden. 
someone named Brotato came in the chat, we which, which I Will, thought it was Will. And I was like, why is this name Brotato? Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Well, I was like, oh, that's got to be Will. So, the, so then I this thought you guys were joking when you're like, is that Will? And I was like, yeah, of course. I, see, I didn't know you were joking, Corey. <laughs> yeah, so, so I uh, – you know, he started saying, you know, the game type stuff that he wanted. And I was like, wait a minute. That's not Will. So I, I you know, I tabbed out of Steam or whatever to check and see. And Will still wasn't in the game. So I was like, what the heck? So I just let it be. Um, and then, a, like, a bunch of other douchers started jumping, yeah. in the, jumping in the game. And I'm like, what the hell? I thought I set it up for friends only. Um, so I, I'm almost positive I did. I don't know what the problem was we with that. We had a game full of douche magooshes. Yeah, there was probably six people at one point before I kicked all their asses out. Yeah, and they <clears> were <throat> just calling out commands like it was fucking StarCraft. Yeah. And here we are, old farts <laughs> trying to play it. Old washed-up strategy gamers. Yeah. Uh, ha- hadn't played it in... has been. Yeah, in, in 10, 12 years, probably. You're just getting um, their little feet wet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they definitely knew exactly what they wanted. And, like, who are they to jump in my game and tell me what options to pick? Demanding. Yeah. I was like, Fast really? game speed. Yeah. And he kept saying it. And you're like, Corey, I think, Robeck, we play only very slow game speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys, like, fight with him at all or argue? No. No. I just kicked them all out eventually when I got tired of hearing about it. Because nice. um, they, they kept spamming, Brotato kept spamming one command over and over again. Yep. And I think what ended up happening, Eric, because like, it kept popping up randomly in our chat. Yep. And also, like, my my like messages I had put in the chat after a while like kept coming back up. I think what happened with Brotato is is they only limit you to a certain amount of, of chatting so you don't spam other people. And I think, you know, it saves them so they, they still come out eventually. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happened with with the one brotato um so yeah we finally got will in the game um picked our picked our teams i think the random random and standard everything right i picked my team or who or not not my team my civilization yeah yes i I picked the byzantines i like the byzantines i I played as them in the two ends when we played before i like the byzantines because they have uh big percentages to their their building strength Mm -hmm. um which ended up well, we'll get into that. Um, they they have tough tough buildings and walls, so I, I picked them as my my civ. Corey, who'd you pick? I go for the Franks. Generally, they're my number one choice because their uh, mounted units get plus. I think it's plus plus twenty percent hit points. Wow, twenty percent. And I always uh, I, I generally use like I have a go to strategy, and that is, I mean, we'll talk about it, but. Um, it plays into that because I shoot for the paladins, which are the most upgraded knights, uh-huh. and they're pretty much invincible once they're fully upgraded. Right. Okay. Well, who'd you pick? I pick the uh, the Tutans. 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 I usually pick them because I really like their castle units. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the, the hand infantry. The, the Teutonic Knight. Teutonic Knight. Yep. I always liked those two when I played as the Tutans. Mm-hmm. I really like their like cape thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to spam them. Mm-hmm. Eric? I picked the Celts. Uh, Celts. The Celts, if for no other reason, because they're the Celts, and they, there was bagpipe music. Yeah. Uh, that's really the only reason. Okay. I, I there... was going to pick the Tootens, but Corey gave me shit for it. Yeah. So <laughs> so when Will came in and picked the Tootens, I gave him shit for it. <laughs> hey, wait, why'd you give Eric crap for that? <laughs> he goes, you and Will with your stupid Teutonic Knights. <laughs> And I only picked them because I used to play as them back in the day. Yeah. And then they're I saw, terrible. 
Well, okay. But then I saw that the Celts were there, and I was like, oh, well, they're, they're, that's they're obvious not, choice. They're not that bad. I like the Wode Raiders, though. Reminds me of Braveheart. Yeah, well, that's, that's exactly the Celts' it. unique unit is yeah. the Wode Raider. I made five or ten of them. That's it. Yeah, the Byzantines uh, unit is uh, the elite cataphracts, um, which are which are a mounted unit, and they they have the the upgrade ability to do trample damage, um, yeah. which is why they're they're pretty pretty good uh, late game. But I you know, well we'll get into it. <laughs> um, so so we 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 fired up the game. Uh, my my strategy was to I, like because I usually wait to build up an army until like late in the game. But I knew that probably wouldn't work in this case, so my strategy was to build a couple units uh, here and there, do a little scouting with them, but to have a like a, just a small force in case I got attacked to hopefully repel any any anyone that wanted to pick off my my villagers. But I was mainly concentrating on economy, um, you know, by by building up my my villager population and uh, harvesting as much resources as I could. Um, at the beginning of the game, so that was my strategy going into the game. Uh, I didn't remember really how to play it much. I played a little bit, uh, like last weekend maybe, um, but I didn't really remember how the mul- how the multiplayer like worked from from before when we played. So I, I, I did have a strategy going in, mm-hmm. and I it was based mostly off of I I didn't know how we were setting the teams up, but I thought I had, we were going to do Dan and I. Yeah, it was talk of that, but didn't ended up we did random. Yeah, and my stratagem going in was to make a, at least a fairly good sized military early, mm-hmm. because I was prepared for Corey to come and attack me early. Um, but it ended up that Corey and I got on the same team. Yeah, but I stuck with that strategy just because of Will. I thought maybe he'd try to be a little smart ass and uh-huh. come get me quick. And um, so I made a, a you know a. a Small army, but enough to hold off yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. And I put up some outposts as quick as I could. Um, and what I did with resources is I loaded up on uh, food pretty pretty fast. Uh-huh. And then I just basically, whatever one was the lowest, I would load up on immediately just to give it a real quick boost. boost. And it seemed to work out pretty yeah. well for me. Um, but that was my strategy going in. Okay. Well, what was your strategy? Um, I was focused on economy, kind of like what you did. Um, I had a lot of villagers for every resource besides stone. I think I had 20 for food, 20 for gold, and 20 for uh, lumber. Huh? Um, and I knew Corey was going to try to attack me early, so I made a small, smallish army to try and defend myself, which didn't quite work out, but that's what I did. Okay. Corey? You want to give us your strategy? I mean, you guys all saw my strategy because I didn't see Corey, what happened. I, I just thought, I thought it was brilliant. The only thing I saw was later on in the game when when the events transpired. I uh, I mean, I didn't. I, I never really have a set strategy going in. I always just try and and do the best I can, and and like I said, go for the the paladins. Um, but a lot of times, what I like to do is launch little raids, like in the castle, early castle age. I, I get to the castle age generally, at least when I play with you guys before you guys. Yep. Uh, build a couple knights quick and then run them up with the with the scout if i still have them uh to start murdering some some of your villagers and i slaughtered quite a few of wills maybe like 10 yep and this was early in the castle age uh and then after right when right when i had got to the castle age you attacked pretty much yeah and i don't know if you did you have any defense at that point uh yeah i had a couple knights off to the side because i had just advanced because the knights are pretty powerful pretty early and I usually can get to the castle age, not as quick as you, but I'm like a minute or two behind you. So, yeah. but I yes. did, they didn't get over in time to try and thwart your attack. Yeah, I just quickly I went to his lumberjacks and uh, murdered them all. 
not all of them, but like a, a good 10 of them, which is a lot in the early Castle Age. Yep. And then I uh, scooted over to Dan, and I only got like maybe four of Dan's or something like that. Yeah, um, I, I sent my little force that I had built up to help Will because I, I didn't know if the attack was beginning. So I sent my... My, I think, I, like I said, I had like five soldiers at that point. I sent them up to help Will, uh, just, so I, I had nobody. Just the militia, the regular. What do they call them? Militiamen. Militiamen. I don't think I had the yeah, barracks. Yeah, I had a couple. Um, I think I had like a mounted unit and two skirmishers and like two militiamen that I sent up. Yeah. It, a, it was it was paltry. I think you had a pikeman too or a spearman or yeah, something. something like that. But I sent them up to help help Will and not that they would have helped against an attack, but Corey came through and killed a couple of my guys before I before I noticed and and rang the the villager bell and chased his guys off. I had some walls built, but there was a little uh I had my back was open cuz that, you know, Will was kind of like up and and behind me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um on the map so so the entire back part of my because I knew I could I could tell where Eric and 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 Corey were, so I, I had put up walls in the front, like you know, expecting a front attack, and Corey there's Corey came from behind and got me. Yeah, and that's just uh, you know, it's not in the long run. It doesn't mean well in the long run. It's it's meant to just slow you guys down a little bit, uh, just enough for me to to get ahead and and keep on booking through the ages so I can uh-huh. get my paladins and then launch the attack. Oh, you want me to keep going? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, because you, you're, you're. I mean, people watch the game from your eyes, so. Sure. Yeah, you can kind of, kind of lead. So us I did into that. Slowed everybody down. Uh, brought my knights back. Another thing I like to do is collect all the relics because the relics give you gold. Um, built a monastery quick. Got my monk out to pick up the relics, bring them back to the monastery, and they, they slowly generate gold. I think I had three of them. I, did somebody else get the fourth? Nope. It wasn't me. I did actually. You had it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's actually one of the victory conditions. If you collect all the relics and you hold them for 200 years. a certain amount of time. Yeah, 200 years. Uh, it's it's one of the victory conditions. Um, but, yeah, so I had the relics bringing in some gold. And, and I, I always, uh, Castle Age, Imperial Age, I start upgrading my miner's speed. Um, so I don't necessarily have to make more villagers. It's just enough to give me that boost in, in mining uh, stone and gold and the resources. And, and same with upgrading the villager's speed. Uh, the, the speed at which they gather resources, you do that from the town center. You don't do that until the last age? Not Usually not until late Castle Age, Imperial Age, it depends. Really? See, um, I, do, I do that right along, Yeah, whenever here. they become available. Same here. It obviously didn't really work out for me, but yeah, go ahead, Corey. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty much the long and short of it. And then at a certain point, I built a forward base, which I did in this game. Uh, I built it, I was a little bit more concerned about Will, um... Just knowing that, you know, I've played against Will in the past. Yeah. Uh, and I knew Dan hadn't played in a while, so I, I wasn't too concerned with Dan. But oh, thanks. I built that, I built that Well, Dan, base the learning curve. That, uh, yeah, Eric, huge Eric learning curve. Eric joined me as well by building a castle and yeah. some, some unit-making buildings. And uh, just built up my paladins. I threw a few spearmen in there because I knew Will had horses, and I knew Dan was probably building the cataphracts. Is that what they're called? Yep. The Byzantine horse unit, uh-huh. um, and also had tribuches, um, lined him up outside of Will's walls, took down his castle, took down the wall, came inside with all my paladins. Eric helped out with the defense of the tribuches um, when Will's army showed up, and then we just waltzed in and uh, 
took Will to task. I had 45 Teutonic Knights, too, so you guys cleaned them up pretty quick. They looked like you only had, like, 10 or so. I had 45. Yeah, they, did, they did not last long. No. That's what I'm saying. Those, those fully upgraded uh, paladins for the Franks. And Eric had a few monks, too, which were healing along the it way. Did. I actually sent my whole army up there, Corey. I had no defense back at my town, but um, when I started to realize that our military combined was quite substantial compared to what uh, what we were up against, I was like, ah, I'll probably be all right. So I sent my whole army up there and uh, just made a few guys to protect my town. But, um, yeah, I saw you go in, and I went in after you, and we just kind of... Once again, I when I saw Will was getting attacked, I sent uh, a paltry force... Uh, up to defend him it was it was it was still my scrubs i didn't i because i had had a i think i had like 15 elite cataphracts at that point i didn't want to send them up because i probably should have in hindsight not that it would have made a huge difference but i wanted to keep them for my defense so i sent my scrubs up again to help will and i think they pretty much i was actually aiming for Corey's trebuchets i'm gonna try and take them down but most of my guys got wiped out before they even hit any of the trebuchets so well i took down one of his trebuchets um Earlier when he tried attacking okay. first, when he it was when you only had well, that's cavaliers. Right, I did have a failed, failed attack. Yeah, that's when you only had cavaliers. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then right from there, I, I figured I'd let Eric uh, finish cleaning up. Will I went right for Dan. Dan. Um, it's funny you had, say that because I saw you go over to Dan and I was like, oh, I should probably follow him. And then I got thinking, I was like, well, I should probably stay here. That's probably what he's thinking, and I'll just take care of this. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I, um, that's what I figured. Well, actually, while we were raiding Will before I went over there, I said to Eric, "I'm like, I bet Dan is prepping a counterattack," and Eric agreed. Turns out that wasn't really nope. the case. <laughs> nope, I was way behind everybody else. Apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys all advanced faster than I did. I was the last one to advance every okay. time. But I don't know for because <laughs> I'm assuming. Did you all look at the end stats? Yeah, and whatnot. I don't know. I wasn't advancing very quickly, but I I had the biggest military, yeah. and yeah. I don't know. I just went in assuming that I was going to get attacked quickly, so I just built up a military. Right. I was uh, by far in last place. Yeah, like by far. My mil- largest military count was <laughs> seventy two. I think it was. Yeah, I don't remember any of my numbers. I think yours was like fifteen. Yeah, largest and that military. was uh, that was that was at the end when I yeah. just I started spamming the cataphracts when I knew yeah. Corey was coming. I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I just, uh, I don't know. It went it went pretty well for us. Yeah. And uh, like I was saying, I went over to Dan's. Uh, Dan had his walls built up in a castle, and I was working on that. And as he had some units come out of his gate, I kind of knew that if you time it right, you can get some of your guys in through the open gate, Yeah. Um, which I did, and got some guys in and started banging on his castle and took that down, and same type of deal, took out the wall and just waltzed in with the the knights and i'll say there's no better feeling when you destroy someone's town center and all their villagers come out and you just slaughter, slaughter. Them. Yep. cool yeah. cory that's <laughs> such a good feeling <laughs> Real cool it was uh a pleasurable win so it was I, it was fun and i want to ask you guys i mean you guys were all concerned about the rush and everything i don't think the game went by too quick or I it wasn't it, fun not just because i won but i thought it was an almost an hour exactly, and yeah. I thought that was perfect. And it like we had talked about doing half an hour build up, but we a we didn't need it, and Mm-mm. b there was no option to do that anyway. So, and part of what part of what can uh, help with that is using a bigger map, which we did for the four of us. We used a size six, six player map. Yeah, six player map. 
gives you a little bit more distance between. And I was more hesitant to launch an attack, um, knowing, you know, I'm playing two people. If I attack one person, the other person might think to themselves, he doesn't have much, especially not this early in the game. I might as well go and kill off some of his villagers. Yeah. So, you know, you're always concerned with that. And uh, I, I didn't just do a straight-up rush attack knowing that and, and ha- having the size of the map that we did. I was going to say, that that probably had to at least factor into it a little bit because you're going to use a lot of resources over extending yourself if you do the rush attack, right? I mean, it, yeah. on that big of a map, it works a little bit better in a smaller map, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, it, I, I, and honestly, we weren't that unbalanced um, team-wise and overall. Like, we weren't that far from each other, you know? I was pretty far behind. Not terrible. I was watching the score the whole time. It wasn't until, like, I got in the Imperial Age that I really started. Yeah, I was with you neck and neck in the, ca- like, up until the Castle Age. Yeah, and Will and Eric weren't that far behind. Yeah, and Eric was, yeah. I didn't even, where did you watch the score? Is that watch... something you turn on? Yeah, you can turn it on. Remember when I told you to turn on yeah. the advanced command so you could ping the map? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those options in there. Okay. You just gotta click it. And... I didn't know that. I'm glad I didn't watch that. Yeah. It would have been driving me nuts. I, I would have saw how far behind I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the score doesn't necessarily indicate much. Yeah, it does. Um, nah, not necessarily, because when you kill stuff, you get your score goes up. Oh, yeah, that's true. I yeah. I didn't kill too much. I killed a lot. I killed 187 units. Wow. Yeah, you did the most cool. killing. Hey. I'm better. I told you guys, I told you guys what would happen. I'm, I, I don't think I, anyone's surprised. I do have to say I was quite thrilled when I ended up on Corey's team. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, for whatever reason, I have like people for each game that I just think are the best at it. Uh-huh. And I just was like, oh, sweet. Yeah. I don't have to worry about Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm honestly I hope we can play again because I thought it was a lot of fun. It, it was, was fun. fun, even though I got crushed. It I had an awesome time playing it. It's a really good game and it holds up so well. It does it's so fun. I love it's, games like that. And considering all the different options we can do, I mean, one thing that would be fun to do would be if you guys want to spend a little more time playing is do like a huge map with uh, water. The island, the islands, yeah, yeah, do the islands. So yeah. everybody's on a different island. You know what game type I like too is regicide. We have to yeah. kill the other team's king. I'm in for regicide. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the one I like the best. Because um, then, you know, you start off with the castle, so you got, a, like, a little bit of defense right off the bat. Um, and then, you know, your whole goal, like, you can skip around. If you, you know, build your force right, you can skip all the, uh, you know, wiping out all the villagers. Because there's, I mean, there's ways you can hide, like, two or three villagers somewhere else on the map, you know, um, and extend the life of the game Which for a Will while. tried to do. Yeah, well, I remember yeah. you try, trying to do that back in the day, too. I didn't I didn't this time because I knew it was hopeless. But He had a couple stables around. Yeah, I hid my villagers in one spot and had a couple stables, and then I went to go make food. Oh, there you go. Found you. Yeah, <laughs> I came back, and Eric was killing my last villager. So, yeah, it's definitely, like, something we'll have to, we'll have to play again because, like I said, even though I got crushed, I had an awesome time. But, yeah. I, I, you know, I learned some things, so hopefully yep. next For time I can apply. For bucks, we better play again. Yeah. yeah. I, I, one of the notes, because, well, let's talk about what we think of the remake. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, Core. I think I think it, it it was probably a little bit pricey, but, um, you know, if I, if we play it a handful of times uh, online with each other, I think I think it'll probably end up being worth it. It's it's also something you know if I don't really want to commit to something, I just want you know I have half an hour where I just want to play 
you know, I'm not going to jump into Guild Wars or whatever. Um, that's something I'll fire up and just just play a map, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, it should probably be closer to ten bucks. I think. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Uh, just what they did change or update, I should say, is they made it uh, better better viewing on a larger screen. Yeah. For today's giant screens that people play on, um, you can resolutions a little, much higher. Yeah. So that's a plus. They they sort of added a little online thing that makes the online matchmaking much more easy than it used to be. I don't know if you guys remember, but it was what was it? It was MSN like Gaming Zone or something like that. Yeah, I never played online other than with with friends. So we always had to enter each other's IP addresses to join to join a game. Yeah, back that in was, the day, that was wonky. Um, so they did that. They had the, the yeah the built-in multiplayer, and they did the Steamworks thing for the, all the mods and everything. Which I think will really pay off. I was looking at some yesterday, and they already have like texture packs to make the game look better and yeah. stuff. Which it need it still looks, even though it's quote unquote HD, it still looks kind of shitty and dated. Yeah, it does. It does. Like I don't. I know they said they reworked the graphics a little bit, but other than like you said, the the formatting for a bigger screen, I I didn't notice any graphical differences. Even when I saw right. side by side, I didn't even notice any yeah. difference. I think they updated the icons for the. Uh, like food and lumber, yeah, and stuff. yeah, a little different. Yeah, they, yeah. they definitely did. And I had heard that they remixed a lot of the music. Um, I didn't notice. Oh, you know what? I did notice that when I booted it up for the first time in the intro video, the music was different than it was back in the day. I'll have to watch it. I, I skipped it was, over it. It was a little bit more somber. Um, I don't know what they were going for, but I know I'm excited for all the mod stuff. That's, I mean, that's why ex- developers release. It extends the life of a game, definitely. And de- developers are okay with releasing unfinished PC games because they know the modding community, if they really care about it, will latch onto it and take care of it. Look at Dark Souls for PC. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely excited. I think, honestly, I, Will and I, I don't know, Will, you can, I don't want to speak for you, but we both kind of agreed at one point that uh, it just makes me want to play Age of Empires 3. Yep. <laughs> I was just looking at the games on my computer. I was like, wait a minute, I have third one. I could play that one. Do you think the third one's that much better? I like it way more, personally. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember, to be honest. Maybe I'll play I, a game. I only played it, like, once or twice. Uh, I, the, the only reason is because it has a lot more of the modern things that we take for granted these days. That okay. That's exactly what I told my friend. Like, I'm very OCD about how many villagers I have on per resource, like, I like to have 10, 20, 30, 40, you know, the exact number, and I couldn't tell without having to count on Age of Empires 2, which drives you, there's me There's a nuts. way you can tell. Is there a way? Yeah, on your mini-map, if you click uh, economic mini-map only, it will show you in the bottom right. It'll say Lumberjack, Stone Miner, Gold Miner. Okay, that's, all right, I didn't know that. But, but yeah, in Age of Empires 3, it's always readily apparent yep. how many villagers you have working on any given resource. And there's a lot of stuff I was expecting to see in Age of Empires 2, um, that was actually just a part of AOE three that I, I for whatever reason I thought was in two, like the uh, the spies ability, which makes it so you can see um, all the enemies' villagers. Uh huh. Which when you know when Will tries to hide a villager at the end of the game, you can go to your castle, click the spies ability, and see where their villagers are, and you uh-huh. can just go and kill them. Yeah. A couple other things I can't remember exactly um, what I thought was an AOE two, but was actually a feature of AOE three. But uh, still a great game. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. Agreed. We'll be playing it more, hopefully. For sure. Yeah. I sent a text message after the game was over and said, good game, game. fellas, and I 
Well, I must have missed your response. I went to bed. Oh. Actually, Corey ended up texting me later that night saying what happened. <laughs> I texted Corey. Hold on, I want to read you what he said to me today. I texted him cool. pretty pretty quickly before I came here. I said, um, what's our angle tonight after last night's domination? And he said, total COD 12-year-old domination victory. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool. <laughs> Whoops. That's about the long and short of it. Yeah, here it is. So yeah, if you want to watch that, it's it's available on our Twitch thing, I think, right? We we figured that out. Yeah, twitch.tv slash thumbstick athletes. I think we can export it to the YouTube. YouTubes. Um Yeah, twitch.tv slash thumbstick athletes. Okay. You can go ahead and watch the video there. Yep, from once again it's from Corey's Corey's perspective, so you see Everything he sees, you see him destroying my paltry civilization at the end of the game. When I got the, uh, when I researched whatever it is that you can to get your allies line of sight, uh-huh. boy, did my map open right up. Oh, me. yeah. Holy shit. I was like, damn. Oh, you know, one of the things that I wish was, and you you saying that made me think of it is, uh, and I I think maybe it's in the Civ games is the auto explore. Yeah, that drives uh, me crazy. Not ha- having having that. that in Age of Empires two would be amazing. And yeah, you know what they might modders might figure out a way to get it in there, but that would be great to have auto explore. It's in kind of Age a of pain. Empires it's 2. kind of a pain to keep clicking throughout the map and stuff like that yeah. while trying to while trying to build your civilization. civilization. Yeah, you forget at the, at he's the out there. Yeah. yeah. Or or you're too busy, you know, doing that that you have villagers that are just standing around because they they finished harvesting the the berry bushes or whatever. Yeah. I click the idle villager button constantly. Yeah, it's like reloading my gun and like Call oh, of Duty. There you go. Yeah, that's a, that that's a nice feature. But I I think having the auto explorer would be great. And was that in, in Age of Empires three? Yeah, I think I think it was, wasn't it? Will? Yeah, maybe only for certain units. Wait, I don't, know, I don't, I don't the idle that. idle villager unit or no the auto explore? Ah, uh, actually, I don't think so. Learning uh, learning the hotkeys is kind of a helpful thing too. I think period is idle villager. Oh, okay. Yep. I didn't know any um, hotkeys. H is home, which is your hometown center. If you double press it, it'll take you to your town center. I should learn those. That you would can help. also create armies. I always put my scout. Uh, if you highlight something and then you press Control F whatever uh i always make my scout control f1 so every time i press f1 it takes me to my scout you can just do that with the regular numbers too control one whatever. oh yeah it is it is just the regular numbers not the yeah because i do that with my armies i usually have separated stuff and yeah 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 i make my scout uh one so i can always just click the one quickly and find them i didn't know any of that my scout was dead within minutes so i <laughs> killed him yeah danny danny killed him that off. was one of my few units that i killed yeah out of boy Dan. Well, he was wandering around my sieve. I was like, I ah, should probably not. Like, whose scout did I chase down? Uh, mine across the map. You Me. you chased mine down too. It? Yeah, you killed it right right before, and then I had two militia that I tried chasing down your scout. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you did that to me too, Cor. I forgot. I sent my explorer out, and I forgot that he was by your civilization. So you almost killed it. It's the way she goes. Uh, I'm looking at the video. It is it is up on twitch.tv slash athletes, but the first 45 minutes of it is me trying to figure out how to get my microphone working 
with the audio. For whatever reason, the stereo mix disappeared on my computer. I can't get it back on. I don't know. Huh. Um, so just scoot ahead. And, and for the future, if we play, I'd like to be able to speak. So if you want to watch, I can speak to you. Right. Um, yeah, and like uh, the, most of the beginning of the game is Civ building too, right? So the the battles and stuff that happen more towards the end of the video. So if you want to skip through some of the some of the build up, you can do that too, right? Sure. Dan, Although, what do you say we do a shot, buddy? Yeah, we probably should because we have thirteen. <laughs> yeah. That we have to do. Corey's got a beer, right? So this is three. Corey's would, got a beer. That would be three down the hatch. Cheers. Make a notation. Cheers. And actually, this beer is gone. Good job, Corey. What are you guys drinking? Water. Apple pie McGillicuddy's. Oh, you brought the hard stuff. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, does man. Does it taste like apple pie? Yep. Yeah, it does. It's, it's pretty good. good. That's great. All right. Uh, so that everything for Age of Empires 2 HD? Yes, sir. Uh, yep. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And be back with feedback and roundtable right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 90 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment, and we got a lot of feedback, which is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, definitely. Uh, Let's see. Whoa. Whoa. There's a lot. I'll see. <laughs> I best get started then, huh? Uh, we are currently doing our drinks. Let's, uh, me and Eric, take another drink here. Corey, little, I don't know what you have. A little drinky-poo. We got three down the hatch. Cheers. Here's five down the hatch. Should I do my favorite cheers? Mm-hmm. I'll do it next round. Okay. I like it. I'm going to have a beer for my next one, actually. Corey, did you, you didn't do a drink, did you? I'll do it right now. All right. Sorry, my computer's being all wonky. That's fine. We'll fix it. Want me to get you one, Dan? I got it. I'm interested to hear what Jacob thinks of Defiance because based solely off the fact that it's an MMO shooter, I, I love it already. Yep. That's a great game For type. 360. And the user score on IGN is 8.6. Cheers. Cheers. Are we recording? Yep. Oh. We are recording. Okay. Feedback. Uh, we'll start with Twitter feedback. We got a ton of new tw- followers on Twitter. That's what we're doing all of our drinks for. One you like on Facebook, was it? Yes. Okay. So uh, the first is from first on Twitter is from Idaho Jake, who says IGN reviewers are fucking morons. Next show topic: top five video game Lucas slash Star Wars memories, arcade, PC, or console. Um, that sounds great. It's a great idea for an episode. I have to really think I'm actually going to write though. that down. I, I can come up with that easily. I'm sorry. I, what, what was it again? Uh, top, top five video uh, video game, the LucasArts games or Star Wars games. Not well, LucasArts made more than Star Wars games, but, it, you know, most of them are Star Wars games. Did so, we so top, No, we did, we did a Star Wars games episode. We uh. didn't do top five LucasArts games or memories for Star Wars games. So that's a good idea for an episode. I'm I'm gonna jot that down. Mine would we be... all know Dan's number one. What? Yeah. I know Galaxies. what mine is. No. Galaxies was no. jaded by the end. Yeah. True. <laughs> or it, it, the the changes in it jaded its view in my mind. Tell eyes. me more. I we I think we've talked about it enough. <laughs> we did a whole. That was our long episode, wasn't it? Yeah, that was our five hour and forty minute one or whatever. We can beat that. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Because we consistently are over three hours now. Episode 100 is coming up. We're ten weeks away. Yeah. We should uh, bring in every guest and just do like a hot seat reunion. Every guest, every guest. That's like yeah, reunion. I really like that idea. That's a good idea. Every guest that we've had. Should we bring water balloons and nail them with yeah. water balloons it'll at the be, end? It'll be what? Pie in the face. June? Ah, pie in the face. Nothing like, like a pie in the face. Pie in the face. Not even, good. just like whipped cream in the face. Yeah, whipped cream pie. Handfuls of whipped cream. All right, uh, next on Twitter. <laughs> Dan is totally uninterested in any of Dan that. Dan wants no part of whipped cream face. <laughs> well, you know, we do have expensive electronics down here. We can, I don't want a mess. We can do it over there. That's true. As we, they're walking out the door. Yep. All right. Because as soon as they're done, we'll toss our asses out of here. Oh, yeah, fuck. get out of here. No, I can't stick around. No, no maybe, beer. We'll, no maybe beer. we'll let Tyler sit in. Maybe. No. Not if he gave me crap on Twitter. If he's good. Yeah, what um, was that whole Twitter exchange? I missed that. I don't know what. Oh, Will oh. was doing bad in math, and I congratulated him. Yeah, no, what happened was on uh, my Twitter app for, I have Ecofon for the, uh, on my dro- or Galaxy, and my uh, X button is really finicky, and it doesn't always register, and when I press it, sometimes the button below that uh, registers. So what happened was, I was spelling gentleman, but my stupid autocrat kept messing up, and I went to press the X, but I'd click send. And I did it twice, and I was like, "Whatever." So I just went went upstairs and did it on my uh, iPhone. Mm-hmm. That was what ha- what happened. Alrighty. Yep. Yeah, I, I always mess up on mine too. It's it's the space bar. Like, I'll have strings together like three or four words, and they're all like one word because yep. I don't hit the space bar right for whatever reason on my mm-hmm. on my tablet. But. Uh, Mike Michael in Minnesota MNLs eighty seven says uh, watching TS athletes play some Age of Empires two what a classic uh, definitely a classic uh, probably it's probably my favorite strategy he's game. in he's in the room right the I chat think so. yeah yeah he's just in the wonder, room what, just wondering what, what you thought of uh, the live stream of it did you enjoy it yeah he said it, he said earlier that it was great oh sweet. Um, yeah, we should try and do more of that kind of stuff. The problem is, none of us really, we don't all have the same game of many games. That we can play multiplayer. Right. Yeah. It's very true. My PC can't run much. Right. Yeah. We'll have to get well, you a new game uh, PC. Eric's, Eric's oh, well, if we're, if we're doing a group buy, then yes, Eric will get a new PC. <laughs> Uh, Kotaku tweeted, next Xbox will require an online connection to start games, but can tolerate a dropped connection. Our sources say, Holy Goalie on Twitter says, that is such crap I may go over to PS4. I think a lot of people are sharing that Holy sentiment. Holy Goalie. Yeah. The fabled Dave. Yep. I didn't get a chance to say anything um, when we were talking about a nibble bit, but that whole cable thing on the Xbox really kind of fascinates me, and I, I kind of... I'm kind of getting the impression that what they're going for is like a, a whole like media center where everything is subsidized and paid through Microsoft's Xbox. Isn't like that what we kind of, we kind of touched on that last week? I think how mm-hmm. they're going more towards an entertainment thing, whereas right, yeah, we PS4 did, is we? going more towards video games. Yeah, you know? and I'm not sure which is the right answer. Well, I I'm know sure. the right answer for me is the PS4. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about any of that TV crap. I'm either. happy with Netflix and Amazon Instant Video. That Same. gives me all the TV that I need. Couldn't agree more, Dan. So, I don't give a crap about it. I miss watching crap. sports, but I can deal. Yeah. You can find, find the you, highlights you and shit. You can find them on the internet, too, if have, you really look. You know, NHL Game Center, 
could be perfect if it let me watch the Sabres game. Yeah. That blackout rule is such bullshit. There's ways around it. I know, but... We can talk. We'll talk about that later. Uh, W. McKeska on Twitter says, This scares me, and if it's true, I'll be getting a PS4, uh, if I even get a new console at all. Um, That's kind of my position right now, is probably not getting a console at all. Maybe a Wii U. I'll probably get a Wii U. Um to play my Nintendo games. Anything else that's multi-platform, I'll play on PC. The virtual console intrigues me a little. Yeah. That kind of makes me want to get a Wii U, but then I'll have a Wii U. Right. <laughs> I well, wish... You know what? I'm sorry. My wife always says, you know, kids in her, like, because she's a first grade teacher, right. she says the, like, they love Wii. They all want Wii U's for Christmas. Um, so I, I, like, I know... I feel like the the Wii U was mismarketed as being an everything console yeah. when it's, no, it, it's nobody it, knew what the hell it was. Well, that's part of it. I, it was it, it was bad marketing was I think is the problem that the what reason why the Wii U's haven't they shouldn't have called it Wii U. No, I think we can no. all agree on that, right? Because yep. people that don't really know aren't aren't really sure what the difference is between Wii U and Wii. Also, they. <laughs> Excuse me. They shouldn't have tried to make it seem like it was going to get all the third-party titles that, like, they had to know that that wasn't going to work out. It's only getting Splinter Cell, right? Pretty much. You know, there's a handful of games that came out with it, and really, like, it's going to have great first-party titles. There'll be a few awesome, like, Japanese RPGs that are made for the system, like, like for the Wii. Um, it's it's going to have that stuff. It's it's more niche stuff, and then stuff that's targeted towards kids, you know. Hmm. So. It almost got Crisis 3, Eric. Calm down. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, Will. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. So, I don't know. There's that uh, email from Idaho Jake. It says, Idaho Jake here. This is my personal review of Defiance. Let me start off by saying it's a new MMO, and yes, it has server issues, uh, but they don't bother me because I'm still able to play. The Defiance team has been really good at posting tweets if they are fixing servers or having any other issues. Uh, every time I log in, I have noticed improvements, so that tells me that they are trying hard to make this game work without problems. Uh, now onto the game. It is a third-person shooter, and it controls like every other shooter, and that's a good thing because there is no long tutorial. Defiance doesn't have much for character creation, but is good enough for this guy. Uh, the game play and controls are great, and the graphics are good enough. At first, I was nervous on trying a new game, but uh, even more that it was an MMO. But since I don't have to join a clan to do missions, it sold me. A cool thing about the game is if I'm on uh, a mission and another player is on the same mission, we do it together and then head our separate ways. Or if I see players doing a mission that I already did, I can go help. Uh, The game has tons of missions, a huge world that you can drive around and explore, or fast travel. Combat is simple and great. They have tons of weapons and mods. Uh, Arcfall missions are awesome. They are uh, invasions that almost every player rushes for two for XP in our rare items. There's no subscription. All you need is 10 gigabytes free on your console and the game. I recommend that people rent the game uh, and see if it is right for you because it's right for me. So that is... uh, what was it called? Defiance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I've I've all but decided I'm not going to get Injustice because I played the demo and remembered that it's just a fighting game, and I don't want to pay sixty bucks for it. Yeah, you'll play it for a week and yeah. trade it in. Um, that's a good point. Maybe I'll get Defiance instead. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, huh? Damn, Corey, let's get some Defiance going. We'll play with Jake, and we'll just have a ball. All I want to do is just play games all the time. Me too. God damn it. I was thinking about that today. I was like, fuck, I don't have enough time. 
Well, it was funny because uh, Eric mentioned last night how you mentioned that like nine o'clock it gets you get you get to be yeah. pretty tired. And I was like, Eric, once you have kids, nine o'clock when they go to bed is when you come alive. Yeah, I, I told them my because girlfriend I, that you said that. I was the same way. Like I, it would be ten o'clock and I'd be ready for bed. But now yeah. nine o'clock, I'm like, yeah, some alone time, and then yeah. I play Guild Wars until God knows when. So. There's that, but uh, uh, on the on the topic of defiance, I I love the idea of an MMO shooter. Yes, uh, I'm with you. And playing, you know, I play Planet Side. Mm-hmm. I still I pop in occasionally and play for like half an hour or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, it's an awesome. Like I, I feel like it's they're, they're starting to come out with games like the in the MMO FPS or third person shooter vein now. But that that was like a game type that for the longest time I thought was awesome when yeah. when I when I played the first Planet Side. I loved it. There wasn't a lot of other stuff like that, but they're no. starting to come out with. I think the technology is getting better, and they're they're able to come out with stuff like that now. This, is this cross platform? Yes. Yeah, okay. it's for the 360. It's, it's, it's I asked in the chat because I wasn't sure. It's it is available on several platforms. 360, the, they, PS3, PC. Yep. Oh, okay. They play on different servers. They don't play together. Oh, see, I would love to be able to play on the same server I get because paid tomorrow. Maybe I'll get it Friday on my day off and play the shit out of it. There you go. Should I get it for the 360? Yeah. All right. Nah. Um, it sounds like they're putting in some of the stuff that Guild Wars does with the yeah, they had almost the, the events, the live action events or whatever. There'd I was like, going to say that, Dan. What, yeah, when I was reading it, I thought that that popped into my head. I know there's one where like an alien spaceship like hovers above an area and like 60 people go after it and like fight off an alien oh. invasion. And you don't have to be in a group; you just kind of jump that. into yeah. the event. Yeah. I'm getting it Friday. There you I, go, Jacob. If you would uh, let me know which server you're on, the yeah. Xbox server. Is oh, there more there's. Than one? I don't know. That's what I was. I assumed there were like. When are you picking it up, Eric? Probably Friday. You see, that's when I was like, I was gonna. That was like an impulse buy. I get those every now and again. There's Same like here. A game that shows up, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of into that. I I saw that he was playing it. I think it was him. I think I'm friends with him on Facebook. Whatever. I somebody was playing it on my friends list, and I was like. I gotta look into that one a little bit more. Yeah, but yeah, I think I, I'll get it Friday. I probably would too if it, if I had an Xbox still, but I don't want to play it by myself on PC when I already have an MMORPG to sink time into. Corey, do you think you'll get it? Are you I'm gonna tempted, wait and man. hear what we think? I'm tempted. I, I have a feeling it'll go down in price pretty soon. That's the only thing that I'm thinking, but I'm probably gonna trade some games in towards it. So I'll probably trade Tomb Raider in. I'm not gonna play that again. It's uh, it's one server. So you'll know. Sweet. Looking forward to it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a sweet game to play. You'll have to give us a full report. I will do that. Maybe a little review cardsy. Eh? Little review cardsy. Well, you're going to get to. I mean, it's going to be like a, a couple, like a month probably. Okay. Because I don't have any money. Good. I'll make sure I, mean, I get I'm, my character. I'm really interested up. in the TV show. Yeah, the show looks pretty it's cool. Of the too. same name. It's supposed to yeah. tie into the game. Really? It's on Sci-Fi. Yeah, Oh. They're supposed to influence each other to a certain extent? Is that... Yeah. Am I That's making cool. that up? No, you're right. Exactly right with that, actually. It's a good idea. Is at the very it? least. Yeah. Are we ready for that? Probably not, but it's a good, ex- it's a, it's a good experiment. I'm not. Yeah. I, th- I think the game is going to be successful. I don't know about the TV show. the show. My brain power gonna, couldn't handle that. I disagree with you on that one, Dan. What if Eric's character made it onto the show? You think the show's going to work out and the game's I'm not? Say vice versa, yeah. Okay, it's on a good network. I think Sci-Fi is probably the right channel for it. 
Yeah. yeah. Right. It is sci-fi. Yeah. Okay. So See, uh, I, I, I really wish it. It was one of those games that just kind of showed up and was like, oh, this is pretty good. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe maybe with uh, with people starting to play it and word of mouth, it'll it'll get more popular. Yeah, hopefully. I like the idea. I, I really do. Love the idea. There. Always as have. I, if, as I said, if I still have my Xbox, I'd I'd definitely play it. But you know, all right. Uh, Facebook feedback. Uh, this is also from Idaho Jake. Sorry, I missed the live stream last week, uh, and I might miss it this week. My remakes. Uh, top five are Gunsmoke, Double Dribble. I forgot about Double Dribble. I don't know if I played Double Dribble. Double Dribble was sweet. Uh, Blades of Steel, which is also oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Star Wars, Rogue Squadron, and Track and Field. Tra- yeah. I almost put that. Was that the one that came with the other game? Like something about cooking or something. Cooking Mama. Know. With the Nintendo pad on the ground? We had the Nintendo pad. I don't remember if it came with another game. I think it did. And I know the flip side of the pad had like a dance game or something that it was for. I almost put track and field yeah. on my uh, Track thing. and field was awesome. But I remembered it would probably have to be a Kinect game and I would hate that. It would have to be Kinect. I don't I can't see any company like making a special accessory for the game now. Mm-hmm. That sort of stuff doesn't really fly anymore. It's a great um, call, though. Yeah, it is a great call. Uh, honorable mentions: California Games, which was also a sweet game. I completely forgot about that one. Knights of the Round, not familiar with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, World Champs and Road Rash. Uh, now an update on Defiance. The Xbox servers were having problems at first, uh, but after the first week, it's great. The game reminds me of uh, Borderlands, the way the controls are. And the way you press X to pick up equipment or hold X to equip it. I highly recommend buying it. If not, just rent it. Onto the TV show, I watched the first 15 minutes and it makes me think of Firefly. The main guy is an ex-soldier from the war. After the war, he teams up with an alien to salvage wrecked spaceships for money. Uh, And is also a gun for hire. The Earth is not all high-tech, but a mix of old and new. uh, Old and new world. i got to pick this up. Uh, I said in a past episode I wanted a Firefly-like game, and this is close to it. I waited about four days to see if I would like it, and I do, so I bought the season pass. The pass consists of five DLC, new weapons, missions, races, and more. I tweeted Eric about making uh, Dick Tracy in L.A. Noir game still. He did, That's and I, cool. I forgot to answer him. Uh, <laughs> I actually was going to bring L.A. Noir up when we talked about that, but I f- couldn't remember what it was called. Oh, okay. I wondered if I should try it. Have any of you played it? Corey did. Did you like it, Corey? I like Noir? Yeah. Nope. Fair enough. I didn't like I it didn't either. care for it. It was boring. Is to that me, a Rockstar it, game? It was... Yes. Yeah. Nope. So, enough said. <laughs> what, Corey? Yeah, it was... Uh, I can't remember my exact complaint at the time, but I remember... It's one of those games that's like, yeah, you're a detective, and you go into a house to discover all this stuff, but like... It just seems so arbitrary in the interrogation at the same time. Like, apparently there's little hints you can pick up on, but, like, I don't know. None of the stuff clicked with me. Yeah, it had a good setting and, like, a, a good a good theme and all that stuff, and the whole noir aspect of it was kind of cool. But as a game, it was just... Hmm. Roger. All right. Uh, just wanted to know what he would think of that. Well, that's it, I think. I'll tweet if I have more. So that was Idaho Jake. Uh, Ryan and Iowa. Ryan and Iowa is next. Says, "Hey again, fellas. Love the last episode, and I compiled my top five remakes. I want to see. Uh, see. Wait. Comp- oh, I messed up. Who said? Who said California Games? Idaho Jake. That's a great game. That is a great game. I remember playing Hacky Sack on that. It was a lot of fun. And the skating one. 
<laughs> yeah. Those are only oh, they're surfing. <laughs> yeah, that was an awesome game. There's all that fun stuff, all uh, that California stuff. Yeah, uh, let me restart. Ryan and I was I uh, love the last episode, and I compiled my top five remakes I want to see that I will share with you all. I uh, hope to hear Idaho Jake's as well, since he suggested the topic. <coughs> Excuse me. Feel free to add in some descriptions of the games as I wanted to keep it rather short until my number one. Five, Secret of Mana, SNES, Legend of, Legend of Mana, PlayStation 1. Uh, both terrific ty- titles and a big brush-up on graphics uh, and revision of the gameplay, but a much-needed revisit to this RPG. Yeah, Secret of Mana is a pr- pretty great game. Yep. Uh, Dino Crisis for PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. A fantastic idea, and basically the game that plays, as the title says, it had a real good feel of classic Resident Evil games, and I remember the story being really exciting and different than most shooters. I vaguely remember this game. Um, I I don't think I ever played it myself, but maybe I had friends that had it. Um, It seemed awesome. It was just one I never ended up getting. So Dino Crisis is number four. Uh, Number three is Mission Impossible for Nintendo 64. This game needs a full revisit, and even a game that has the whole movie series would be amazing. It was a terrific play on the movie, and I like the fact that they did not take Goldeneye and Perfect Dark approach and make the best part of the game the multiplayer. With Mission Impossible, they left out the multiplayer and really focused on the storyline and good graphics at the time. Mission Impossible is also one I never played. Nintendo 64? Me either. Hmm. Corey? No, but uh, that's a good synopsis of it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll get that for my... Toy. My... Wii U Virtual? Toy. Yeah, maybe have. I'll see if it's on the Wii, the, the Wii Virtual Console. No, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can uh, find an old copy and make a legal backup and play it mm. as, as an emulator on my PC. Fair enough. That's what I'm going to try to do. Uh, number two is Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars for Super Nintendo. Uh, Dan talked about the, pre- the talked about this in the previous episode, and I agree with him wholeheartedly. Just a straight up epic RPG with great and familiar characters and the wonderful story and fun, yet challenging and enjoyable gameplay. Uh, I still feel like as, you know as much good press as this game still gets. I think it's still underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I it's pro- I'm gonna say it's my favorite Mario game of all time. Uh, maybe Mario sixty four, but this one's really close. I've never. I'm not it. gonna go that far, but it is a great game. What that you you don't want to call it your favorite Mario game? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's either this one or Mario sixty four. <coughs> Goodness. Um. Uh. Yeah. It, it it holds up today, but I think like a a full graphical overhaul of this game would be amazing. It would be like what they did with Final Fantasy three. Uh. Oh no! None of you, none of you guys played that, have you? No. Nope. They did like a full like three D remake. Yeah, I never played that. Hmm. How was it? Did you try it? I played it on something briefly. iOS briefly? I don't remember. And? Something I could play a demo of it on. Okay. I mean, it was fine. It was a, it was a graphic update of an old sprite-based game. I don't know. Okay. Uh, and then there, there's a little note before the first one. Uh, Dan, please make sure Corey plugs his ears for this next part, as the description alone might be too violent and scary for Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, send him into the kitchen for a juice box. <laughs> so why don't you run along, Corey? Uh, number one, manhunt. Did any of you guys read that Kotaku article about the violence? No, nope. fuck no. I, I think didn't read it. I think I, I did. I did, and I, I yeah, they were saying pretty much the same thing you were. 
Gosh, Corey. Maybe you guys should doesn't make it right, and Corey. It, big puss. A lot of the a lot of the people in the comments said the same thing too. I I did read it though, Corey. Yeah. Uh, number one is Manhunt for PlayStation One and Xbox. Yeah, I'm, I had that game actually. A violent action game from Rockstar. Manhunt is the story of James Earl Cash, a man previously thought dead, who wakes up in a town filled with deadly gangs, guided only by the whispers of a man named the Director. Through his earpiece, Cash must find whatever he can to survive the night. Players must make strategic choices as to which weapons to use, ranging from silent and stealthy to loud and destructive. Everyday items may be used or may be the key to your survival as plastic bags become instruments of strangulation and shards of glass, your defensive weapons. Escape the nightmare that is Carcer City and maybe you'll learn the identity of the mysterious director. Uh, That was the perfect description of the game. Uh, that I found on the game's Wikipedia page, and I think it would just need a much-needed visual update and still probably the best game Rockstar has ever made. It had a great violent and intense elements and moments, but the director was amazingly uh, voiced by Brian Cox from Super Troopers, uh, Troy, The Ring, and other hundred movies. Uh, it was m- must-play on Xbox or PS1. Honorable mentions Star Fox for Super Nintendo, Jaws from Nintendo, Jet Force Gemini from Nintendo 64, F0X from Nintendo 64, Dragon Riders, Chronicles of Pern for Dreamcast. Ooh. Never played that one. Um, Wild Arms for PlayStation 1. Finally, thanks to Eric and all of you fellas for the hockey trade deadline update. Love the passionate hockey that only a handful of Midwesterners appreciate and participate in out her in my area. Thanks as always, Ryan and Iowa. So thank you for that, Ryan. I almost put F0 on my list, actually. Did you? Mm-hmm. Um, I know Star Fox was was that on my honorable mentions? Yeah, that the got brought up one? at least by somebody. The only game on here I'm not familiar with is Dragon Riders Chronicles of Pern, but I'm gonna look that up because I'm interested to see what that's all about. Wild Arms, that's one I did want to play but never got around to. Jet Force Gemini is also another one, another one of the Nintendo 64 games that <coughs> gets brought up when people talk about what an awesome system the 64 was. So there's that. Uh, last piece of feedback. Shot. Shot. All right, let me. Shot. <laughs> we're uh, we're running out of real estate for this episode. That's our that's in. our Rick Jenner impression. Oh, because I was gonna say uh, the the wife and I are well. The wife's kind of watching the old Office episodes, and they were just uh, we just watched the one where they're where Jim's in the Stanford branch mm-hmm. and they they stay like late in the office to finish up their paperwork and they they do shots of booze whatever and, and get really drunk and Andy's, That's a great episode. It is a great episode. The old ones are so good like so good but uh Andy's like 3 2 1 shot and then they they all they all do a shot and by the end Jim's drunk and tries to drive his bicycle home and crashes into a bush. Yeah. And that's when Karen Drives him home yep, and they Karen, fall in love. Karen takes him home. They bone. That's a fantastic episode. And that is that the same? They don't play Call of Duty in that episode, do they? I no, think that's that the was, one before. Yeah, the one before. before. Ah, I remember that one. That was yeah. a good one. All right, <laughs> shots. Jim's like running into the corner. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Jim! They like him in leather. They like him in lace. We like him the best when I sit on our face. Cheers. Perfect. Cheers. <laughs> kind of wish i had what you guys were having mm. what do you got there still the uh health potion whiskey oh yeah <clears throat> that's good stuff though all right uh last piece of feedback from facebook is from travis 
who says, let me call it, bring up my notes here. Hey, athletes, I want to chime in on a thing or two. As far as paying for a $70, $70 for a game, it would definitely make me think a little bit more before I bought some games. While I agree with inflation, games should probably cost that much. That's not the real problem. The real problem is American wages have not been close to keeping up with inflation, but that's a whole other podcast. The other thing LucasArts is closing, and I hate to see people lose their jobs, but honestly, that is probably the best thing that could have happened to Star Wars games. LucasArts hasn't made a great game, let alone a great Star Wars game, in a very long time. Battlefront was developed by Pandemic, and Knights of the Old Republic was Bioware. The Jedi Knight games were developed by Raven. LucasArts uh, made Masters of Terrace Kasi and Super Bombad Racing. <laughs> While great th- game. <laughs> While 1313 looked great, and I really wanted to play it, The Force Unleashed 2 looked really great as well. Hopefully Disney will outsource this to a great studio. One more thing, uh, how come you guys don't use Gamefly? I've been using it for a very long time, and while sometimes it takes four or five days to get a game in the mail, I save tons of money by using them. Keep up the great podcast. I'm really skeptical of Gamefly, personally. Mm-hmm. I it's... used it I used it in the past. Me too. Um, I... I well, I think I was, I think it was over the winter when I was laid off, and I just played a ton of video games. That was when I had my apartment and like almost no living expenses other than my apartment. Um, and I, I because because I could play so much games that would that made sense, so I didn't have to buy all the games because I would just you know get a game and play it. It was only like two months that I was you know laid off for the winter or whatever. Uh, and I, you know, I play games like one right after the other and just hammer out, you know, 20, 30 hour games in no time. So uh, I did use it for that. I, you know, I think I probably wouldn't have enough time to make it worth it at this point. Yeah, I felt like I never got any of the games, even in my top five that I would put on there. Right. I would end up getting like my seventh or eighth choice, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, I don't know. My whole thing too is uh, a lot of the ga- like a lot of the games that I would end up playing are games that I buy yeah you know? like the games that i would want to buy anyway and get like right when they come out like mm-hmm. a game fly you could never really get like if you have a huge backlog of games that you want to play that are older games that i think game fly would work really well for that mm-hmm. but you know for the most part i play games when they've just first come out sure so that's that's why i never really i i, I have had it in the past and enjoyed it Corey, what do you want to say uh i used it as recently as last summer um, and it was a lot better than it was when I had used it years ago. Yeah, they um, th- that's because they added a uh, uh, distributed distribution center that's a lot closer to us than. Oh really? Uh, it's in Pittsburgh. Is the yeah. closest one. Yeah, it, but before it was know. in like California or whatever. As far as I know, and um, yeah, it can take a little bit of time. It can take a, like I think it took me up to a week to get a new game sometimes. Um, but with the special introductory first time quote unquote first time user uh price i can't remember what i paid but it was totally worth it i got to play like you said dan if if you're looking to play the newest releases you're probably not going to have much fun with it but um doing this podcast i wanted to catch up on a bunch of older like decent games and i was able to do that pretty easily through through the service and it's worthwhile for that reason um i just like you said like the a lot of the games we play, or if if I wasn't on this podcast, a lot of the games I'd play, I would only play are games that I would buy anyway. Right. Um. And and for that, GameFly wouldn't really be worth it because those are the kind of games I wouldn't be able to get through the service. At least not um, for a while. 
Right, but there's there's there is a lot of games on there. They're they're really good about it. It is worth the money if if there is a lot of older games that you want to get through and try out. And yeah, because it's only it's only like ten dollars a month, right? Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, with the introductory price, it is. Right. Um, I think I was doing two game discs at a time. That's how I played Saints Row. That's how I played Castlevania. That's how I played um, Rayman. Uh-huh. Uh, that was all through GameFly. Uh, yeah, they they have a good service for certain types of people, not for everybody. But they're they're online, um, their digital distribution. They're kind of Steam, not not quite Steam, but just their digital delivery platform. They're really making strides and selling a lot of cheap games, which I think is the most important part because people are using the service to get the games. Last week I got Spec Ops: The Line and The Darkness Two for four dollars total. Yeah, um, which you can't beat that price. That's totally separate from the the rental the netflix type service but uh yeah i think the, they're gonna stick around so who knows maybe they'll grow into something that is a little bit more appealing to a larger number of people right okay. 16 dollars for one game is is the going price okay right now one game at a time yeah like i said when hammond in the chat when i had it years ago um I had nothing else to do but play video games for two whole months right so i played you know i I, I think I got, like, Lego Star Wars and Lost Planet. I didn't end up really playing Lost Planet, but I got a bunch of games that, that were older games that I had wanted to play for a while and, and didn't feel like forking over the cash for. So, you know, I could hammer a game out in two or three days and then send it back, you know. One, it was perfect yeah. for that. Yeah. Perfect. And, and one one thing, one service I used to use was Guzex. It was, like, a online game trading service. And... um. Just speaking to the, the idea that it's really hard to get new releases on GameFly, Go, the way Guzex worked is the the more trading you did, the higher you were listed in the priority. Um, so if there's a, a new game you're looking for, if you had done a lot of trading in the past, you would be like a preferred user to get a newer release, mm-hmm. which I kind of wish... I don't know how GameFly could implement something like that, but like a loyalty kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they do do that. I don't know. Right, if you've been with them for a while, you get your higher on a priority list. Sounds like Corey is buying a share or two of Gamefly when he has a chance, <laughs> says Ryan Green in the chat. Nice. Yeah, yeah I don't but, have uh, the time to make it worth it for me. You yeah. know, I just don't I don't sit down and beat a game in, a, in you know, four or five days, you know. Sure. Yeah. Unless it's a six-hour game, then If maybe. it's Call of Duty, I'm in. I can beat that campaign. Sitting. Well, that game doesn't have a steep learning curve either. No, that doesn't. I, you know, I figured that one out. You got it down to a science. Mm-hmm. Shoot, throw grenade, <laughs> duck, run. That's yeah, it. Run for cover. Shoot again. That's okay. All you need. So that is everything for feedback. So thanks everybody for for filling out the feedback segment. That was nice. That was. Uh, I just want to make double check. Got everything. Yep. So yeah, thanks. Thanks again for feedback. Uh, Always enjoy the feedback. Uh, filled filled out this segment for the first time in a little while, which is nice. So let's get on to roundtable discussion. Who wants to go first for roundtable? I'll go. All right, Will, what do you got for us? My article. What? Yeah, I'm being a go-getter. Um, Taking the initiative. Roll the 20. <laughs> yep. Uh, my, article, my article is ignore those early negative Oya reviews. It wasn't ready, and this is by Mike Fahey on Kotaku. And I know we have very differing opinions on the Oya. Corey hates it, but the rest of us are supportive. Are of supported it. us. Eats it isn't doesn't really 
reflect my opinion. I don't know. I feel like it does. I still don't get it. I don't. I don't get what it's for. Continue. Anyway, um, basically, this is two reviews that Kotaku found. Um, the Verge's David Pierce gave the preview unit a score of 3.5 out of 10. This is what he said. For $99, everyone who backed Oya's Kickstarter was unwillingly signed up for the beta test and test a game console. Alpha test, even this is a product with some good ideas and potentially promising future, but it's a million miles away from something worth spending your money on. Even if the concept is right, the Oya misses the mark, the controller needs work, the interface is a mess, and I have mentioned there's really nothing to do with the thing. I'm not even sure the concept is right, either. There are plenty of fun Android games, but currently a few that work well with a controller, and even few that look good on your television. And another one is Tim Stevens on Engadget. He says, so this is the Oya, a revolution in console gaming. No, it isn't. Not yet, but it's early days still. As of writing, there are roughly two months until the system launches at retail. Time enough, we hope, to flush out the interface, fix the com- or controller, and maybe just maybe line up a few more new games worth getting really excited about. We'll be back with a full review of that version when it ships. So, so far, the alpha testing is not going over as well for yeah. the Oya as... Well, I hope they, like, if they fix whatever the trouble is with the controller, that they send the people that the early adopters mm-hmm. a new controller. Yeah. I, I thought the controller fair. is okay. Well, someone the said the controller issues. Yeah, both of them said they were controlling it. Control issues. Or controller issues. I mean, issues. the controller itself, from what I read, is a, is a good piece of hardware. It's just $50. Wow. For a new controller? Yeah. Wow. For that's, the OUYA controller. It's no, I thought it was only 20 I thought you get the system in two controllers for 120 No, bucks. you get the system in one controller, I think. No, I know. For 120 I think you oh. can get the system in two controllers. Maybe there's a package deal. I just know that the controller costs $50. One controller costs $50. Yes, oh. he's right. Okay. That's Yeah, that's steep because you can get and a 360 controller for 35 I know why you, you tweeted this article, Will, because the headline is ignore those early negative OUYA reviews. It wasn't ready, but... Um, even the guy that wrote this article says at the end, I didn't back the yeah. Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say that, that, uh, he didn't back the Kickstarter, uh, Mike Fahey. He said that he has a bunch of different consoles or pieces of hardware that can do the exact same thing as the Oya. And he said he's going to save his money for Nvidia's Project Shield. So he has a more powerful, powerful handheld. <laughs> is that not what I said? That is exactly what you said. Corey, fuck Same. off. I'm leaving. Sorry, guys. I'm done. I'm done here. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. I read... Go ahead, Dan. Sorry. There's, there, there's like, one of the games that I'm really excited for that I did a watch out for is the game Starbound, which is supposed to come out for the Oya, optimized for the controller and a television. Um, I think I think if there's... Which, you know, it's a game that's obviously not out yet, but is coming out sometime this year. Um, you know, a handful of games like that, I think, can really make make the Oya system. Just a handful of games? You think when E3 rolls around and the new consoles are shown and all the new games are shown, people are going to are gonna pick up the Ouya because they can play Starbound on it? No. Uh, no, but I do think it's going to help move systems. I also think it's, it's not... It's a different type of system than the new PS4 and Xbox systems are. It's uh, a long... I don't maybe along the lines of more along the lines of a Wii U and it'll be an ancillary system, an extra system for people. 
And people already have that system in their pockets. It's called their their phone. Yeah, I just don't yeah, like something to be said about sitting down I with a controller. Don't though. like playing games on a touchscreen. Not at there's all. There's definitely something said to be sitting down with a controller in your hand. That's your I, second. I would but, say my phone is my third. Yeah, and I I'm I'm with you, Eric. But how many people, when they sit down to play something, and their Ouya is sitting next to their PS4 or Xbox 720, are going to turn on the Ouya? Well, not many. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that, Corey. None. But I still like to try one out, and it's only a hundred bucks. Try one out, and I'd love to look at it and say, "Huh, that's too bad." If I this just came out. Well, don't came fucking out, come to my house and play mine, asshole. If this came out a year, a year and a half, even two years ago. I, I think it would catch on, but it is the worst timing. And it is like, why do you think they're put? Why do you think they fired out these these alpha consoles to to Kickstarter people? Beta testers. Corey, you're no. so right that you're wrong. Because these people, the, they made a promise to these people saying you would have your console in March. And unfortunately, they have to be the guinea pigs for this. And if they didn't send it out in March like they said they would, it would be totally irrelevant. Oh, whatever. In a month, uh, two months. Yeah. It's, at least it's in the conversation at this point. The Verge, I read that whole The Verge review. It gave it a 3.5. And the yeah. issue wasn't entirely like you; th- it needs to be tweaked. It, it was just like I don't get it, which is the same thing the Kotaku guy, the Mike Fahey, said on Kotaku. He's like, you I, know, I I guarantee you, IGN's going to give it an eight and a half, <laughs> regardless, Corey. Okay. Yeah, that's Eric's guarantee. About that's that my guarantee right there. You got it. Take it to the bank. I like your guarantee. I'll take it. Right. I'm, like, yeah. No, okay. Corey, listen, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm not arguing that you're right. I maybe, no... maybe, Go ahead. Maybe part of my hate is, I, I can guarantee, part of my hate is the fact that I said I didn't get it from the start. So I kind of have to, you know, prove myself along the way. But I still, honestly, I don't get it. I, I do not see what this has to offer. And they said, yeah, it's hackable, but, like, okay. Like what? What are you gonna do with it? That's gonna be worthwhile. I think you'll be surprised at what people are gonna do with it. That's that's my whole thing. I'm, I, ne- I know never... I'm not gonna do shit with it, but I'm no. counting on other people to do cool things. No, I guarantee that someone's gonna do something weird and crazy with it. Um, like what though? Like, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not one of those people that will what, take it apart what are they and do something. Do on the Ouya that's more interesting than something they can do on in a PC mod for a Cor- game. Never underestimate the tenaciousness of nerds of to come gamer. up with to come up with weird things that they can use the Oya console for. I think I'm you'd not be surprised. Underestimating nerds, I'm underestimating their want to do anything with the Wii. You'd be surprised. The, 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 look at look at the Wii and the Wii. And the Wii. The Wii. <laughs> Corey, I hate when you're right. I hate it. I'm 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 still holding out to see what you know what more. Yeah, and you know at 100 bucks I'm fine with it, you know what I mean? Did, you guys, did you guys order yours? No, no. not yet. Why not? You're you're very excited for it. I, I yeah, I'm, I didn't order it because it's not out yet, and I can just go get it when it comes out. I didn't uh, I didn't order it yet because I'm not sure if I'm gonna take that hundred dollars and buy Oya, or if I'm gonna take that hundred dollars and build another PC like a, a Steam box or build another studio. And I can already answer you that question, Dan. You you will spend that hundred dollars on a PC component. I'm telling you now. 
I'm not. I'm not arguing with you about that. No, nobody's arguing but with you, Corey. At the, <laughs> at the same time, like my my Roku is only gonna last so much longer. If uh, you know the 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 Oya might be an attractive option, uh, if it's gonna get Remember Netflix. What? It's gonna get Netflix. It'll have. It doesn't have Netflix. It probably will. It will have Netflix. It will have you could, Amazon. You could plug your son Max into your TV and get Netflix off. Of That's not true. Max doesn't have Netflix. He has Flickr. Flickr. <laughs> only Flickr. He only came with Flickr. He needs a firmware update. Dan. Yeah, he definitely does. It's, it's gonna have all that stuff for it. All right. I'm almost willing to guarantee. All right, so, so if dollar set top box. Yeah. And that can also play games other than Angry Birds. You, you are, Do you have an Android device? I do. I have a Nexus 7 tablet. See, I could see it for somebody that, like, somebody like me who had an iPhone and, like, I don't know, like a PlayStation or something. And it's like, yeah, there's some, some Android games I'd be interested in trying. Uh, I don't have a set-top box. Yeah, I'll go for the Ouya. Who cares? I could see that. Right. But that person isn't... <laughs> Isn't getting it for games? I don't know. Well, you know, like I said, if if they can, I, I don't know. I, like I, like I said, the 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 option of of Netflix on it. I don't even know if it's been discussed at all. I'm sure it'll have it. It has a couple. It might have like Vudu or it's I, maybe Hulu. I I know it's got one or two of the of the media players for it. Um, but it, it'll have Netflix eventually and. If you're looking at buying, because like I said, my Roku is five years old, six years old. Um, it's it's probably not going to last too much longer. If if I if my Roku ends up dying and I need a new set top box, looking at the Oya is is a good option because it's also something you can play games on. You know, that's true. Other than Angry Birds, I know you can play Dan, Angry Birds. I, I on totally the Roku. see where you're coming from. I agree with that, Dan. That being said, you know, I I also see where Corey's coming. Oh from. yeah, it might be a hunk of shit. Sure. But we have a video game podcast, Corey. It's, Do you know that? I know that, and I I am giving my opinion on I what I think is a hunk of shit. Sure. And I respect that opinion. I'm just saying. I, I You're feel right, like probably. $100 can be spent better in so many different ways. Eh, it's only would, money. I'll make more. Honestly, I would, I would... How much is a Wii U? Who cares? I'm not getting a Wii U. Three hundred. Take that hundred bucks. Put it towards your Wii U. I'm 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 more okay with that than you buying a new Wii U. Well, I probably am going to get a Wii U. I mean, I see why you are, Corey, and you're probably right. I mean, but when their premier game is Final Fantasy three, I haven't played that yet. Same here. Are you gonna? No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Fuck it. You know what? Fuck you, Corey. I'm not getting one anymore. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't want one. What? Will, Will, and Dan, I can't believe you guys are interested in Oya. <laughs> when I treat, or tweeted this article, I was like, Corey's going to have fun with this have one. a field day. Yep. And he did. Well, because I, I was actually, originally I was going to do my roundtable on the Verge Ouya review. Uh, <laughs> when Will tweeted this, I knew I'd have a good chance to talk about it. So. Well, you you did it, Corey. <laughs> good job, Corey. You nailed it. <laughs> you, you won. You put your, your voice right out there. Anyway. And now um, I'm depressed. Come on, guys. Didn't we just talk about all the things I was right about? Yeah, but like Will said, I hate it when you're right. Yeah, it's awful. I hate it when I'm right. It's one of the worst things in the world. 
I know everybody hates me when I'm right. So. <laughs> you call us stupid for liking something, and then it turns out it's not cool, and you give us crap for it. It gets three and a half, except for my GN, who will give it an eight and a half. <laughs> anyway, that's it for me. I'm not speaking about the Ui anymore, you guys, if you want to chat about it. I'm good I'll for now. Just, we'll we'll probably talk about it next episode, too. Yep. Shot! Are we done with shots? Nope. No. One more round? Shot! We have... We're at nine, so we need four more. Oh, wow. So I'll probably do a shot and a beer. Shot and a beer, shot and a beer, shot and a beer, puke. Cake. Who's next on the uh, round table? Well, I don't I don't have one because Corey took it earlier. So. I don't have one either. <laughs> Looks like that'll do it, huh? Corey? I've got one. Yeah, oh, go yeah. Oh, fine. Um, do you want to do the shot first, or should I get through this? Let's do round? shot. Shot. All right. You sure? You got a cheers, Corey? Uh, this is to the Ouya and the Wii U, the the subscription service for the Xbox 720. Here's hoping for better days. <laughs> I wouldn't put the Wii U in that category as those other two. I will. I'm, st- I'm still. I will. I'm still standing by the Wii U. Right about something? What? As me. Oh. The category of me being right I'm, about. I'm not drinking to this. I'm still standing by the Wii U. By the way. Okay. I'm drinking to. PS4. America. America. Oh, you know what I'll drink to is Drive Club. Yeah, I'll fuck, I'll drink to that all day. <laughs> Here's to Drive Club. I knew you were in Eric. <laughs> Corey. I'm in on Drive Club. They, they got me right by the nuts. They look pretty sweet. Yeah, I don't get that Throw game. Throw it in the fridge, would you? I don't get that game. Yeah, whatever, Well, You don't need to get it. I got it. <sighs> Can I just share something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. This can be my roundtable. We don't have to discuss it, though. We can just laugh. Um, IGN put an article up. Sony exec would hate to see all PS4 games being first-person shooters. Some of the comments are great. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody wrote, all we offer is FPSs. Deal with it. Sincerely, Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> the next guy wrote, hey, don't sell them short. They also offer Connect games. <laughs> Nice. That's it. We like we like the Knox. Yeah, we do. Well, I think I think a lot of the Microsoft stuff is is hubris at this point. Yeah. You know. Right. Agreed. Corey, hubris. For what? Hubris. What is hubris? The Microsoft stuff. Yeah. What does hubris mean? It's uh like, um. I didn't want to ask. It, it's it's <laughs> like it's like over the top self confidence. Oh, like, okay. like no matter what we make, people are gonna like it, Wrong. Yeah, uh, even if it has, even if it has always on on DRM, and boy, p- people are gonna love it. Couldn't have been more wrong on that one. It's it's a little unfortunate though because you know I think we all kind of agree that Microsoft is coming into this new era on top, and that hubris might come to bite them in the ass. Well, yeah, it's I the same it thing does. that I think I think PS3 went through the same thing with with their system when it first came out. Charging what was it six hundred dollars. Yeah, when it first came out, um, and yeah. and no, like no one bought. I, I I didn't know anyone that had a PS3 for the longest time. I know one person we all know. His name was Corey. You didn't have one when it came out. His last name was Klingman. He had one. Yep. Well, uh, judging it, by his character. Yeah. Uh, anyway, should I do my roundtable? Yeah, go ahead. So EA won if you want to call it that, consumerists' worst company in America for the second consecutive year. 
Wait, it's going to hear? Yeah, I saw that and I was going to tweet it and I was like, wait. We talked about we've that. already talked about that. I didn't realize it's been a friggin' year. Last year, yeah. Congrats, though. That's huge. That's a huge thing. Um, Before you get started, Corey, I just want to say last year I didn't think it was deserved, but this year I do. God, they make my favorite game. But they still <laughs> do right. deserve it. Well, just briefly, uh, it's it's if you if you're unfamiliar with consumerists, it's voted on by the readers, um, and excuse me, that shot is coming back up. Uh, EA made the huge mistake of releasing releasing a statement prior to the decision uh, titled "We Can Do Better" by Peter Moore, um, and he essentially calls out all the people that are voting and saying these complaints are illegitimate. And I quote, he says, Many continue to claim the always-on function in SimCity is a DRM scheme. It's not. People still want to argue about it. We can't be any clearer. It's not. Period. That's one of his points. The next, some claim there's no room for Origin as a competitor to Steam. 45 million registered users are proving that wrong. That's his second point. His third, some people think that free-to-play games and microtransactions are a pox on gaming. Tens of millions more are playing and loving these games. That's his third point. His fourth point, we've seen mailing lists that direct people to vote for EA because they disagree with the choice of the cover athlete on Madden NFL. Yes. Bullshit. Really. That's his fourth point. He really backs these right, up. We'll talk about all these points individually after we'll you go through them, them all. Yeah. His fifth point, in the past year, we have received thousands of emails and postcards protesting against EA for allowing players to create... LGBT characters in our games. This week we are seeing posts on conservative websites urging people to protest our LGBT policy by voting EA the worst company in America. Now, that was their post. Consumerist actually responded in their own post titled, EA admits it can do better but blames worst company success on homophobes homophobes and whiny Madden fans. And this was written by Chris. His last name's unfortunate, but it's Moron. Um, on What's wrong with that? Oh man! So just speaking about the always online DRM for SimCity, he says in his article, actually, um, they say that, uh, EA says we can't be any clearer. It's not always on DRM. Period. He says actually, you can be clear. Make it optional, and people will believe you. Yep. Why is there if if, if the goal wasn't always online DRM? Why isn't there a single-player option right. offline? It's a perfectly valid point. I know they, they kind of want people to play um, in, in the same region and share resources and stuff like that, but that's no excuse to not have an always offline, I should say. That should be up to the gamer that paid 60 bucks for their fucking game. Yeah, it's actually, exactly, yeah. Um, so free-to-play games, microtransactions, uh, this... This writer on Consumer says, we'd counter that. Just because people are allowing you to nickel and dime them doesn't mean you should be doing it. Which, I, honestly, that's never something I thought about, but it's so true. Like, just because people do something doesn't mean the fact that you're making them do it is okay. Right. And I've never really thought about it like that until I saw this. I personally hate that, Yeah, being nickel and dimed. I hate it too. In, in in any type of free to play or microtransaction game, I never pay money. I have never paid money. The only one I do is for Guild Wars. I do for FIFA. Um, and that's only because you know I bought the game. It doesn't no subscription fee, 
Um, and I love the game so much that I want to support the game. And the microtransactions are, I, I you know, buy some gems and I buy transmutation stones. I, I don't need to. They don't force it on you. You could play the game without even thinking about it. But I do want to support the game because I love it so much. And I've spent like 700 hours playing it since it came out. So I, I buy <laughs> FIFA points, which allow me to buy packs of cards. But, to be fair, I've only gotten one or two good cards out of all the packs that I've gotten. I get most of my guys from the the trade auction. Right. So, And I can't buy money for that. But they still fuck me over with yeah. those FIFA points because every time I'm like, well, I might get the guy this time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Never do. Nope. Yeah. Never quite get him, do you? Nope. Sure don't. No, sir. But any other game I don't think I've ever spent money <laughs> microtransaction-wise. No, they well they call the people that do they call them there's a term and they're called whales because they shoulder well, load of all the people that are freeloaders. They call me fat. All of the us pretty, pretty much. No, there's just like the, you know there's always that one dude that like has his parents' credit card information and he just fucking loads up and his parents don't notice. They call those people whales. Yeah. Huh. Um. So speaking to the cover voting on Madden, EA says we've seen mailing lists that direct people to vote for EA because they disagree with the choice of the cover athlete on Madden NFL. That's bullshit. Follows up by saying, really? Question mark. Show us. Because while readers certainly complained about the declining quality of Madden, not a single person griped to us about the players on the box cover. Yeah, who gives a fuck about that? I don't think anyone really cares about that. Um, you yeah. know, you might not like the athlete, but like I never, when Peyton Hillis was on the cover of Madden, I was like, well, fine, whatever. Okay. I don't yeah, like, care. Oh, I, oh, Steve Johnson didn't make the cover. Guess I'm not getting it this year. And who, who was, uh, it was Megatron last year, right? Yeah. yeah. No one would disagree with him being on the cover. He's, but even if it wasn't like, say right. it, say it was Tom Brady, like. I hate the Patriots, but it's not going to stop me from getting Madden if I want to get Madden. Yeah, and you're not going to vote you know, EA the worst company in America because yeah. Tom Brady is on the cover. You, you know who made the NCAA cover, the next one, for football? Who? Denard Robinson, somehow. Oh, yeah. He somehow from won Michigan? it. Yeah. Really? He had an awful year. Wait, the next one? Yeah, the one that's coming out in, like, July, or June or July. He's got a lot of hype around him. But he wasn't. He had a bad year. I well, thought it was hilarious. That did he, he have made a bad it. year, or did he have a year that was worse than expected? He had a bad year. Did he? Yeah. Right. They, he wasn't even playing quarterback at the end of the year. Really? Yeah. Devin Gardner played. What a shitty quarterback. <laughs> yeah. There you go. What did consumerists say about that? About the Madden cover? Yeah. So they didn't oh, get any complaints about it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I. I that's retarded. Hubris. <laughs> hubris. More, more hubris. Yeah. Hummus. Go ahead. <laughs> more hummus. Um, in the last one, so EA spoke about the LGBT, which is lesbian. What's G? Gay. Gay. Lesbian, gay. <laughs> Bisexual, transgender. Transgender, transgender characters in our games. Um, and they claimed that people were. People on conservative websites were urging people to vote for EA and Worst Company of America. Um, What? You know what? I could totally see that. That one I could see. In small doses, I could see that, but I don't think the gaming community at large... No. It's not the gaming community, but I I don't think... I don't know. I don't think most people care that much. We could all see it. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, According to Consumerist, they said... 
if there is such a campaign, the people involved in it have not yet reached out to us, nor have we seen evidence of this traffic to our pages. Our analytics show absolutely no incoming traffic from anything we'd label as political, let alone conservative. And they would know because they they probably watch all the traffic. So but yeah, that's the the, the analytics coming incoming traffic on their website shows nothing of the sort. Yeah, so um, so, so they know um, that no one's clicking on a, a link on a website somewhere or clicking on an email they got passed around somewhere. They I don't know get that. How as EA, and I'm gonna I, I want to get into a little bit more in depth in this, but but as a corporation, as EA, as a spokesperson for your company, how do you come out and lie? Like they do. Well, they that's do that's not get it. That's why they're the worst company, company in America. Ever, yeah. and, and they've already got the bro gamer by the short hairs, Corey. Like it doesn't matter for. what they say. No, not bad. I don't know, man. Don't, I feel like don't, really don't call that the bro well, that's Oh, the Madden. What, Corey? Oh, sp- speaking of other things, Corey was right about Square Enix. Just Here we go. Here we go with this. Oh, about them losing a lot of money. Yeah, remember I said there must be something and there must be some sort of problem. They're yeah. trying to make all this money up. Yeah. Uh, what I was interested in, in in that the consumerist thing is some of the other businesses that EA went up against. EA beat out Bank of America to to win yeah. the top spot, and What's Bank of America. Bank of America is very very hated. What? Uh, that's what they beat last year too. I think it was. The same I think so. Year. I think it was against Bank of America. Another round of applause. Yeah. It, it's like it's like the Stanley Congrats, Stanley yeah. Cup two years in a row that was Pittsburgh and Detroit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Except this time it's the same outcome. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and Bank of America is hated and and a vile vile company, but yeah, for 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 a, a video game company to to beat them out, that's that's pretty that's impressive. Pretty bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said last year, I didn't. I didn't necessarily agree with that. I think a lot of the hate was over the Mass Effect three ending um, that EA was feeling. Um, and I, like, as much as I didn't like the ending, I didn't. Whatever, you know, I didn't necessarily blame That's... EA. Mass Effect, at, at, uh, by and large, was an awesome game. Um, but this year, I, th- I think it's deserved with all the SimCity stuff oh, and, man. I and, and Dead the Space 3, uh, the, the microtransaction BS that's in and that. And a shitty NHL 13. Shitty, yeah. yeah. Shitty hockey game. Go ahead, Corey. Um, yeah, so I, I follow uh, Patrick Klepek on Giant Bomb. He's a, sort of their, their journalist um, of sorts. And he always posts a worth reading every week. Uh, all the articles he finds on the internet that he thinks is worth reading for people like me. Um, and one of them was by this dude named Daniel Cook. I don't know what Daniel Cook does. Uh, this post was just on Google+, Plus, so anybody could have posted it. He could just be Joe Schmo. I don't know. Um, but his argument is this. He says, EA is not a person. We tend to anthropomorphize companies. We accuse companies like EA of repeating mistakes and of failing to listen to our outpouring of anger or grief. The reality is that companies cannot learn. There is no conscious entity representing the company as a whole. The aggregate behavior we ascribe personality and humanity is emergent from a million tiny interactions between processes, data, culture, and individuals. The only real piece of a company that can learn is the individuals inside the group directly dealing with a specific problem. I was going to say that, you know, uh, I'm not one of those people that thinks a, a, a giant company is a is technically a person it's made up of people and the people in the company you know can respond to problems but the you know that that it's based on that that the company responds to these types of things yeah you know so so this dude he sort of makes like you said dan he sort of makes the argument that companies can't learn they're not 
a, a single entity. Like there are individuals within the company, and um, a certain set of individuals deal with the problem that a different set of indiv- individuals created. They're too segmented. Big companies like that are too segmented to to respond well to the negative press or whatever. Exactly. And this there was a great conversation on afterwards, like the culture of a company is created by its executives and all the people under it, you know, are influenced by the executives and all that stuff. But like what this dude was trying to get across for the most part was you can't you can't treat EA as an individual. You can't say like what you are doing is terrible because it doesn't make sense. What you need to do is you need to identify the the specific people within the company and and kind of call them out in in a sense that those people will learn from it the people that are creating the problems so they'll stop creating those problems um which is a really interesting way to think about it especially from a consumer standpoint like you see ea and you're like evil everywhere uh, which we're all guilty of um but i just thought it was an interesting post i wanted to share and yeah it's 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 a more philosophical way of thinking about the problem and, and sort of addressing it and you know it's it's it is the pro i work in in corporate america if you want to call it that and i see it all the time it's it is like you said dan it's so big that for for an issue to come about and then for that issue to be resolved there are a million steps in between lots of red tape very much red tape and one i i don't want to bring up valve again but yes i do um, one of the, one of the things that, that that they pride themselves on is all well. First of all, that all, all the members of the of Valve are responsible for um, PR. Um, basically, you can I, I think you can email like anybody in the, in the company. Um, I don't know. I, the, at least they made it seem like that. Uh, Gabe Newell made it seem like that on the Nerdist podcast that you know they're they're all responsible for interacting with the fans of the games to. You know, you can't shield yourself from responsibility of making a shitty product because the the fans of the game can interact directly with whoever made whatever game. You know, so yeah. so they're not shielded from that. Um, as well as the the well, there is no higher level executives because um, it's a it's it's a flat company so that everyone is is technically on the same level. So there's not higher level executives um, that can shield themselves by firing. Sounds like socialism. Well. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's it's a business, so I don't know. Yeah. Not really. Um, it's it's just that they they there's they get it. The, well, yeah. There's there's responsibility, and people people can can be blamed for for failures. You know. Um, I think that I think that's that's one of the things that needs to happen. It's also like it's it's different because it's a creative industry. You know, it's not manufacturing per se, other than manufacturing creativity. I th- I think that has something to do with it. Um, you know, Valve is one not one to to force anyone to meet a deadline and rush a product. You know, uh, yeah. anyone that's been waiting for Half Life Three can, you know, uh, who knows? May wait forever. I don't. I don't know if that game's ever going to come out. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, and, I, and, I agree with you on that. But like, they don't have to. They don't have to do that because they have Steam. Like, they have a steady revenue. Well. Flow. Right, but uh, Deep Silver, I talked about it during Nibble Bits, but Deep Silver is is also of the mindset that they don't want to hire a bunch of people, um, you know, have a bunch of of executives. Now that they've acquired two bigger titles, you know, in Metro, the Metro series and Saints Row, they're not going to hire a bunch of new people, build a world headquarters, 
um, staff that world headquarters. The, the, it's just not necessary, you know, for for the structure of the company. They they're sure. going to stay small, um, stay profitable. So yeah, and that's that's a good philosophy to yeah. have these days, especially you know with the landscape of of the gaming industry as it is. Nobody yeah. really knows where it's going or what's going to happen. Yeah, and, and you know he said that uh, you know you can have a AAA title, make a bunch of money off of it. Uh, you get that money, you don't necessarily invest it wisely, hire a bunch of people that you don't necessarily need. Um, and then if you have a title that doesn't sell as well, you're hurting for money. Cause you like, well, I think we've talked about this a lot. Um, you know, you kind of expect to bring in this, this much money and spend this much money, have a lot of overhead. Then you yeah. have to, you have to force another game out real quick to try and cover the costs that you lost from your last game. So it's like Square Enix. We talked about was it last week, two weeks ago, where six million sales is considered poor. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah. What kind of business are you running? Yeah. Bad one. So, I always like talking about this stuff. I'm very interested in the business aspect of well, sure. everything, but gaming especially. It's fascinating. It is fascinating. And but anyway, EA well deserved. Yeah. Congratulations once more. Yeah. You beat out Bank of America. Well done. <laughs> That's impressive in, in its own right. Uh, I, I was interested in, in looking at uh, some of the other companies that were on there. Like Apple was up against Microsoft, and Apple actually beat Microsoft in the first round. And, I, I like, I don't know. Say what you want about Apple, but I don't necessarily think of them as a bad company. Uh, I think their their products are, are in a lot, a lot of times overpriced. Um, but, you know, if people are, I guess, willing to pay it, whatever. Uh, their customer service has always been great to me um, in my limited experience with them. I don't know where they were going with Apple beating out Microsoft. You know, I feel like... Did you look, with, at, the, did you look at the bracket? I didn't look at the bracket. Oh, it's um, good. But I just wanted to say, like, I, I feel like a lot of this is... A lot of corporate whatever is just, like... Let's just do what we can and just try try to piss off the least amount of people as possible. Yeah, rather than making a good product like they should. It's just like let's just you know be careful and if people get mad, like we'll just keep quiet. Like that is the best way to run a business these days. It's just yeah. like I don't know. It's weird. And, it's and really weird. It's not the way everybody does business, but I think a lot of the the larger businesses. No, and, and Ryan Green brings up the the Gabe Newell episode of the Nerdist. Um, it was a good one in the, in the chat. It is a really good one, and it's it's not only relevant to games; it's relevant to all of of business, in my opinion. Yeah, he talks um, about GM a lot. It's it's fascinating. Yeah, how how they sh- should have stopped making cars thirty years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is what was it? What was Ford the only one that didn't didn't take a bail bailout? Yeah, still yeah. Doing all right? Ford didn't take a bailout. So I don't know. Fun. And I, I like talking about business. It's interesting to me. I hope to be in it someday. Well, we kind of have our own little startup here, don't we, fellas? <laughs> yep. Sure do. I'm drinking the last alcoholic beverage we need to, by the way. Corey. It's a Sam yeah. Adams uh, double I, agent IPL. I tweeted took, something for you. It took a lot you. for me to, to stay focused on that. Mm-hmm. So. I tweeted something to you I want you to look at. Okay. All right. So that's everything for... Yeah, and t- I tweeted it out on Twitter. Is that everything um, for Roundtable, fellas? That's it, Daniel. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll uh, interact with some of the people that are still in uh, in the live stream. 
while we take a quick break and, and be right back in a couple minutes. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 90 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now on our last segment, which we talk about what we played this week. I will go first. Um, no surprise here. Uh, other than Age of Empires 2, which which we played a little bit of, um, no surprise here. I played lots of Guild Wars 2 again. I am highly addicted to Guild Wars 2. Uh, play it for three, four, five, six, eight hours a night. <laughs> Um, every night, but I have been doing specifically world versus world. Um, I don't know. I just can't get enough of the world versus world in Guild Wars 2. I have over 2,500 player kills, which I think is more than all my my kills in Halo combined. Um, obviously, it's a lot harder to get a kill in world versus world in Guild Wars 2 than it is in Halo, You know, where you get 10, 12, yeah. 15 kills a game, yeah. 20 if you're good. Um, yeah, 2,500 player kills in War vs. World. Um, I'm getting good loot from it too, which is nice because um, I'm, I'm still saving for my legendary weapon in Guild Wars 2. Uh, but there was a lot of grinding involved with that because I, I would just do – it was called karma farming and you would just do events in the games that get you karma, get you money, get you stuff. Um, but that was kind of boring. I li- really like the world versus world because it's it's player versus player, which I never like. I don't play multiplayer anything mm-hmm. really other than this game, and I don't know what it is about it that I like so much. Different. It's just it's yeah, well yeah, uh, it's just incredible. The the giant like you know because it's all serv- you know three different servers uh, fighting each other. The our 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 server is Tarnished Coast server. We've been playing against the same two other servers for four or five weeks now in a row um and one of them were kind of mortal enemies with the four aspen wood server oh yeah bunch of, <coughs> bunch of dicks yeah they're they're a bunch of dicks they really annoy me um but you know par- par- are, we, are we winning uh no they were actually beating us for the first time in a while well Will, you could log on and find out you could that means i'd have to reinstall it i thought you already did i started oh yeah how's your computer situation oh it's pretty good did you get you didn't order your wireless card yet, did you? No, I think we're going to just get a long uh long uh ethernet cable. Mm. Cuz that's probably cheaper, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, it would be about the same. Dang it. You might be able to get a large ethernet cable for like 10 or 12 dollars. No, but 16 the, card. For the wireless card, yeah. It's about the same. My computer's a lot louder, too. Yeah, I have to adjust the fan settings. Okay. I have to install the the motherboard drivers and all that stuff they install automatically but i up- install the updated ones that yeah control fan speed a little bit better isn't that when we had a pain in the butt mm. trying to figure out everything or no. you did no it, it'll be huh. fine all right uh yeah so lots of world versus world um i'm actually getting really good at world versus world which is also kind of weird for me i'm not in territory where i've ever been really very good at a video game so that's kind of nice, but uh, yeah, one like one on one, I pretty much win every battle. I'm also I've also gotten to the point where I'm good at hundred versus hundred. It's called the Zerg. Um, as long as you survive the initial clash of the two like hundred man teams forces, for, yeah, clashing together. Um, I kind of st- I kind of stay out of the, of the way, and then I then I pick people off that get through our line to the other side. 
Um, it's amazing all the siege warfare and taking over castles it and towers great, and stuff. Dan. If I had a PC that could run, it's I'd play. Pretty it. amazing. I'll have to show you maybe next time. Yeah. We record. I'll, maybe I'll, I'll show you early. show you a little bit of World versus World, because really I think that's the attraction of that game. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, that's all I really want to talk about for for Guild Wars Two. I could go into depth about some awesome story that I had of battles and whatnot, but I talk about it enough. And I I think I probably will end up doing a like Guild Wars Two journal if if people are interested. If they're not, I'll probably just do it anyway. You know why not? <laughs> yeah, just to get my thoughts on the game out. Um, and and not have to talk about it every week. Uh, I did try to play Tomb Raider, um, but it crashed like probably ten minutes after I started playing it. And I I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll just go play Guild Wars. So yeah, I do. I still have to finish uh, Tomb Raider. So I got that. But yeah, that's all I played. Will, what do you got for us? Um, me and Eric played Minecraft together. Finally, after four months of saying we would, <laughs> we finally did it. Yes. Yeah, uh... It's an interesting game. I like it more than I thought I would. It's like... Same here. It's relaxing. The music is relaxing. Uh, the visuals reminded me of Proteus a little bit. Um, what we did was we decided we were going to make a house first. I mean, that's, you know, basic. And we found a nice little piece of land. We did some exploring. <laughs> found ourselves a nice little piece of land along the coastline. And uh, a we, desert. Yeah, of the desert. Okay. And we put a we put a nice foundation up. We got some spruce wood planks, right? Yep. No slabs. Slabs. We yeah. put slabs down uh, of spruce that we stole from somebody else's house. Nice. And. Yep. Then we got some cobblestone on top of that, um, and we'll put a nice deck addition out into the water. Real nice view at sunset. Uh huh. Really nice. I like it. Yeah, and then we just added our our second story. Which we need to put some stairs up to when we get back on there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And when we finish our house, I don't know what we might want to build next, Will. A castle in the forest. We're going to build a castle in the forest next. Um, it's going to be bitchin'. Uh-huh. What do you guys think of the game? I like it yeah, a lot. It's actually pretty fun. It is fun. It's it's strangely addicting. Yeah, Eric and I, I, I are that too. working our interior decorating. Yeah, we got our two, we got beds up. <laughs> we went out hunting sheep because you needed whatever it was three something and th- and three white wool. Oh, to and, make the yeah to make beds. And we uh-huh. went out hunting sheep, and man, was Tough. it a bastard finding sheep! <laughs> yeah. So of course, after Will finally found all the sheep we needed, I found a field with like six of them yep. that we didn't need anymore. But whatever. Uh, all the the environments are cool. I like how there's like places. Uh, Cor- Corey, welcome back! All of a sudden, glad you can make it. Oh, I'm I'm just listening. I'm not speaking. All right. Oh, okay. Thank God. Thank God. Anyway, there's a lot of cool environments like uh, snow-covered mountains and desert, just different stuff, you mm-hmm. know. And I I really did like the view of our deck. I'm not just saying that. Yeah, it, it was pretty nice. It, it did. It looked really cool. And I'd love to live in the little house that we built along the coastline, a little summer house. Mm-hmm. You know, thumbstick athlete's house. Cute. What? Wow. Wow, Corey. No, oh, I'm sorry, Corey. I'm sorry you had to come back to that. It's fascinating. Oh, my God. <laughs> Corey, don't you have a phone call to take or something? There's a great little game called The Sims. Uh-huh. I think you would love it. No, it? we're playing Minecraft right There's now. There's a great little game called Be Quiet. Yeah, Corey. 
You could Don't you that. have some Annie's mac and cheese to cook? <laughs> what platform is or that? Or is that for? too violent? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Alright, see you, Corey. Anyway. No, Minecraft's fun. I can see why people get into it so much. It's weird yeah. that I like it. I don't know why yeah. I like it. I'm not creative like that. No. Like I, no, not at all. I, I, <laughs> I literally think to myself, well, once our house is built, what am I going to do? You know? Well, now you have a plan. Yeah, and I, I, I envy those people that make uh, Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, I don't know how they you do know? that. I, it's I saw someone recreated the Jurassic Park park yep. on the Xbox version, too, which is... Apparently a little more difficult than People the People have version. a lot of time on their hands, man. It was incredible. For us to build our house has taken us, right. we get a couple hours in. Yeah, we're probably... A couple, three hours. Three hours in, over three days or something. <laughs> we have we have a foundation of a house with like four doors and a second story and a deck. Nice. Your love nest. Yeah, Will and I, we put a nice little place up. A little vacation <laughs> house. Your like sex it. flat. We'll pro- we're thinking <laughs> we'll probably throw a bed for Dan up in the second story. And Corey can there's, we saw a nice four. We we found a volcano that we were thinking about putting Corey's bed in. <laughs> I like it. So I like the warmth. That's yeah, nice. it is nice and warm down there. Geothermal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very. Dad even came in and commented on how peaceful the music was. I don't know if he was mocking me. Was but... that your dad? Because I heard you talking to somebody. I wasn't sure who you were talking to. He's like, this game's pretty. The music's peaceful or something like that. He made a comment about the game. I couldn't tell if he was mocking me or... It's probably a little bit of both. Probably a little. That's something he would do. So my girlfriend came home. Oh, yeah. I, and I was just going to remind you to do that. She came home and I was... Ex- <laughs> I was going to sign off because I try not to play games when she's home. And... I was about to sign off, and I was like, yeah, well, why don't we set up a deck that goes out into the water off of our house? And I was just explaining to him, you know, where to put stuff and shit, and she's just, like, looking at me, and she was she was eating. She stopped eating and was staring at me, and she's like, she just got home, and she's like, I, I'm just going to leave again. I, You guys are clearly busy. <laughs> I'm going to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. You guys take your time with whatever you're doing. Nice. God damn it. She came at the wrong time. Here I am at 30. <laughs> I'm playing Minecraft. Playing Minecraft. With an 18-year-old. Telling Will where to put our dish onto our house. That's funny. God, that sounds depressing. Hey, at least I'm not selling meth and doing heroin, right? At least you're not in the Well, slammer. I mean, you caused that indirectly. I did cause it, but I'm not doing it. That's true. That we know of. Right. Did we talk Guild Wars already? We did. I did. Why? You want to chime in? No, but I logged into Guild Wars right after Age of Empires, and there was Dan. Oh, you did? Were you shocked? Not even two minutes after the game was over. <laughs> Couldn't wait. I, I needed to recover a little bit. You know, I needed to I needed to frag some bitches in World versus World. Sure. Is what I was I needed so pumped to... after I did that that I was like, I need to play more video games, and I logged into Guild Wars, and then like after five minutes, I was like, nah. You should have joined me in World vs. World. Uh, I was, I, I, was t- I was telling the guys I have over 2,500 player kills in World vs. World. Jesus, man. Yeah. That yeah, boy, Dan. I, I love know. it. You got to watch Sword Art Online. I'm going to. Maybe I'll tonight. I'll start calling you Carito. Carito. Is that the one, the guy that plays by himself? Carito-kun. What's funny about that is I usually do play by myself. You do. Yeah. You're especially a solo n- gamer. Especially You're now. You're a beater. A what? You're a beater. What's that? Uh, solo gamer. Uh, in that's an what MMO. Carito-kun. Carito in an MMORPG. 
Well, I would play with people if anyone from our guild would actually ever get on. Leave me alone. I wouldn't leave you hanging, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Corey. Monday, no comment. Monday night raid night. Did he punch out early like he, he did tonight? Never punt. Ne- n- never no, even punch. No call, no show. <laughs> Unexcused absence. Yeah. Un- unbelievable, wow, you guys. I'll start my own damn podcast. Corey, is Guild Wars uh, World versus World too violent? Is that why you, you're not showing up for raids? For me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did they overdo it? Yeah, I'm actually the only one that do, that does world versus world. Ever like Corey does a lot of structured PvP. The other guys that that get in our guild are my cousins. They they yeah. usually do dungeons. Okay, I think I would enjoy world versus world. Oh, so, yeah, you would like you would you love. You would enjoy the FIFA soccer component of <laughs> Guild Wars too. I don't think there is one, but had they put one in it, yes, I probably it's, would. Corey, it's thank the you. only part that isn't over your head. <laughs> <laughs> I would take you under my wing. Dan, and I, pre- I appreciate that. Show you the ropes of world versus world. Slow folk like myself. So they need that. You would have to play a warrior where you just mash the right. one, one key. And I would. Yeah. <laughs> I own my stupidity. I don't let Corey's threats and... I can't even think where I'm too stupid to think of the word I'm trying to think of. Condescension. Condescension. I don't let that get me down. I don't think of it as condescension. I think of it as support for you. So I played Age of Empires 3. <laughs> oh, let's play. I will play. I'll kill you in that one. Probably. Go Will. Yeah, Corey. Let's play. Actually, I I, I texted you to say I, we, we were talking about playing and you wanted to play Age of Empires 2 over 3. I was a little disappointed in that pick, but... Continue. Any comment, Corey? No comment. No comment? All right. Well, we're going to have to play Age of Empires 3. Um, not a whole lot to say with that. I'm just trying to level up my city so I can get some better cards. Uh, but the main game that I did play is called Battle Block Theater. And this is the game, uh, made by the Behemoth, and they made Castle Crashers, which is my favorite arcade game of all time. Have you played it? Castle Crashers? Yeah. No. Have you, do you know? Wait. Yeah, I did play it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's not better than Trials Evolution, though. I don't know about that. It's not. It, It is. Nope. Moving on. Okay. We'll argue about this for hours. Um, so basically the main story of the game is about a player and his friend called Hattie Haddington became shipwrecked on an island which, she, which seems to be abandoned, but to their surprise the island is inhabited by technology, technologically advanced cats. And the cats... <laughs> this, game's, <laughs> this is a cute game. This game's insane. But anyway, the cats capture you and Hattie, and they possess Hattie and force the other prisoners to perform in a deadly theater performances. So for the main story of the game... You go through uh, levels, the platformer, and you gotta collect uh, gems, uh, balls of yarn, and get to the exit without dying too many times in a speedy time. And um, that's basically what the game is about. But there's a multiplayer component where you and uh, a teammate go up against two other prisoners, and uh, you do game modes like Capture the Flag or King of the Hill. And um, there's one game type where you fight each other. What's so funny? Corey, would you like to share? What? I'm I'm done. I quit. <laughs> I quit. No, I saw I saw that Eric asked that person if she wanted to be our intern. Oh, is that what you were laughing at? <laughs> I look forward to seeing the response. I don't think we're gonna get a response. Oh, 
No, well, we're, I was listening. I'm, I'm not laughing at you. Believe me. Nope, that's all I put. No, come on. Nope. Dan, get him to the finish. Go ahead. No. Nope. Finish up. Or do you want to skip to Eric? Skip to Eric. What do you got come for us? Well, I want to hear the end. That's all I really had to say. <laughs> all right. All right. Um. Anyway, <laughs> let me get my notes back up. Oh my god, he's got whiskey notes. <laughs> okay, so what's that mean? <laughs> you said you had to get it back up. Wait, did somebody play Block Fortress? <laughs> yeah, Will did. Battle Block Theater. Oh, no, not your right. dumb Block Fortress. Yeah, Block Fortress isn't about cats and yarn, Corey. Oh my god. I'm done. <laughs> I quit. I quit. <laughs> oh my god. I don't even know what else to say. Because maybe I say it just gets so dumb. <laughs> I want to hear about what it. Is, what is train wreck? It sounds awesome. I was just talking actually. about it and nobody was listening, but I was damn. I'm listening. I oh. want you to finish. Oh, well, then deep. what's the game about, Corey? Cats and <laughs> Exactly. That's all you got out of it. Oh. Yes. I was hoping you'd say that, Corey. Cats and yarn. Forget it. Did no. You, do well, you want to move I, on I would, to Eric? I don't know what I'm else to say. I was getting. I was just trying to do it quick because I'm tired and. I was genuinely listening. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. Are you done? Uh, oh, ba- please. Finish. Basically, the game is just a platformer where you uh, fight on and you can kill enemies on the screen, trying to collect all the stuff on every level. That's the story mode, and like I said, the multiplayer is you know you do different game types um, where you like try to capture the flag or, you know, control the hill. You gain points and, you know, you get gem- more gems for that. And the gems in the yarn, you go to uh, the store in the game and you redeem that for, like, heads <laughs> in the game for different types of characters or different power-ups. For iOS? Nope. Or right. Android, rather. Nope. Xbox Live Arcade. Yep. Oh, is it? I thought you were talking about an Android game. Nope. Have any of you uh, played Happy Wars? No. Yeah. You have? Yep. Is that any good? It's alright. It was free, so I downloaded it. It's alright. So you're playing this with your friends, Will? Uh, I played a little bit with my friends. Or is, that, friend. is that where it's most fun? Is in like the co-op? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, I'm done. Did you play any created levels? No, I didn't. Apparently that's a big thing. Which yeah. is really nice. That, I, that was one of the cool things about uh, um, Little Big Planet. Mm-hmm. Was all the cool stuff people did with the levels. At least Would you recommend Black Black? theater to me get the demo or the trial it's, is it only on xbox yeah all right okay yeah thanks will sure what do you got for us eric no you got a couple things probably, yeah. probably fifa no no fifa will <laughs> i i read a journal you should try that eh, well not for a couple weeks you haven't no nope. yeah it's funny Corey. i have one more journal up than you fair enough okay <laughs> Anywho, as I was saying, um, I download. I liked Minecraft on Xbox so much that I downloaded it for my phone. Cool. Pocket edition. Cool. Oh, I could have told you not to do that. Why? It's bad. I like it. You would. I didn't. Oh, have, it's, it's for simple. the simple-minded, Corey. <laughs> I didn't have an issue with that. I put. I had it on my Nexus. Or you, I have it on my Nexus. Did you really play it, Corey? No, I've never played oh, it. Just, right. I've read stuff. Um. I don't know. I like it. I didn't find any issues. Well, it's a the, little harder control. Yeah, I mean, it's 
but you know that going in. I mean, right. it's a freaking telephone screen. screen, you know. Yeah. Um, I I like that I I sit at work and get paid to play Minecraft. That was my favorite thing about it. Huh? And I put together a house uh, for a few hours at work the other night, and I love that. The one thing I could not figure out. I did creative mode, which gives you, like, unlimited resources, and I see the scale that back quite a bit from what you can do in the actual game. Um, I couldn't figure out how to use the damn crafting table. I don't know if it won't let you because you already have a bunch of shit, but... I don't know. I never came across that in in my version, the crafting table. Oh, you know what? It's because I have the free one. Oh. I think a lot of features are locked out on the free one. Probably, yeah. But, no, I mean, it's it's Minecraft. I, I don't know. I think people know what Minecraft is at this point. I liked it. I just don't. I wouldn't expect too much going in. You yeah, I mean? you, you won't be able to build the 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 quality of things that no. you can build on the PC or even the 360 version. Definitely not. It. But if you're into Minecraft, I mean, you can definitely a time killer. You can sink if, some hours into it. If you're into Minecraft, I'll do you one better and recommend Block Fortress for iOS. I think it's on Android too. It might be. Yeah, I don't know. I've only played iOS version. Block Fortress sucks, but thank you for that, Corey. Why sure. why, why Block Fortress? It's more of a game. Well, you don't okay. play Minecraft for a game. I think you know what you're getting into. I thought there was like a survival mode. There's well, there a survival is, mode. But I think it's, uh, is, is it on the phone? Yeah. The survival mode? Survival it's on the pocket edition. It is on the phone. Yeah. I died in like 10 seconds oh, when yeah, I played that, it. That's right, yeah. On the phone? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's harder, much harder control. Than oh the, yeah, for sure. I wonder if I can guys, plug my do you 360 guys play survival controller. mode on your deck. No, we have it on peaceful right now. Yeah, we put it on peaceful so we couldn't get attacked. We can needed you switch to switch it over at any point. I think so. Because the thing was, Will and I had never really played it, so like we had no idea what we were doing, you know. So we wanted to try it first before we we did that, and I think that was the right idea. Um, yeah, but if you if you're getting it in Minecraft Pocket Edition, you know going in like it's going to be tougher to control. Yeah. If you don't and you're not expecting that, then you're a jackass. Right. Anyway, how Any, much, anything on the touch screen is a lot yeah. harder to control than right. an how actual much, controller. How much is Block Fortress though, Corey? I guess I think I paid a dollar ninety nine for it. That's not bad. Maybe I'll try it out. I think it's Minecraft a, it's like is like a Minecraft tower defense hybrid. Minecraft is six ninety nine yes. on the, on Android. Six ninety nine on iOS okay. also. For the for the pocket edition, yeah. I have the I have the free like demo version of mm-hmm. it. I didn't buy it yet. Um, and I then I'll talk about Bioshock. Yeah, which I got back into. I've probably got about five hours into it, maybe. I think I just got. I, I'm near the metro station. Uh-huh. Is that? It rings a bell. Okay. I haven't played by the first Bioshock right. in a really long time. It's been a while. I ca- I, ca- I do want to play it again. I have it on PC now. Okay. Um. So I I, I should download that. I really play. like it. Yeah. It's great. I'm yeah. glad that I got back into it. It's not as creepy anymore. Right. The, but I got this, through the initial. Yeah. The setting is awesome though. Oh right? yeah, the setting's great. It is still creepy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There was a couple times where I was like, holy shit. The the know? baby carriage thing. Yeah. At the beginning. I saw the baby carriage. Yeah, that one's freaky. Um. No, the settings fantastic mm-hmm. and like the, the creepy music and hearing the voices all the time and you just wondering where the where the guys are yep. and the spider splicers yeah they're tough yeah they're the ones that crawl around the ceiling right? yes and then they hurl like whatever they've got at you yeah um i really enjoy the taking the pictures of the yep. enemies that's that's a really cool thing they put in to there. unlock like bonuses and yep. stuff damage damage boosts and stuff like that um 
Yeah, I mean, the big daddies are, are a bitch. Yeah. But. They're a tough fight. They are. That's why they're called big daddies. Did you guys choose to rescue the little sisters? I've, done, I've done both because I've played through it like six times. I rescued. I'm rescuing. Do you get an achievement for never killing one? Yeah. I figured you probably did. That's why I'm doing that. Um, no, but I like it. The, the, I can see, you know, I people had an issue with not being able to use plasmids and guns at the same time. I, I don't know. It hasn't really bothered me that much, but I guess... You don't really notice that, yeah, I don't think. I guess if, if you can... The second one, you could use them both, right? Yeah. I guess, you know, you throw it in there, it's probably for the better. But I haven't really... It hasn't bothered me too much. Yeah, because you can switch really quickly. Yeah, I, it's pretty seamless. Um, all the plasmids are really cool. Yeah. I really like them a lot. Yeah. I, I've been using the ice one. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, because you can hit them with your crowbar and then burst them into a million pieces, right? Yeah, yeah. I usually pump them with a shotgun blast. Yeah. That was my favorite weapon Explode in that game, them. too. The, the shotgun works really well. Shotgun's awesome. I also like the machine gun, mm-hmm. automatic gun. Um, no, but Bioshock's great, and I'm really enjoying it. I hope to beat it. You're probably a little more than halfway through it. It's not yeah. a very long game. I hope to beat it. I might probably Friday. Friday. Yeah, I'll play it tomorrow, and hopefully uh, Friday. Oh, I, can I was going to ask you if you wanted to play Portal Two on well, Friday. You, didn't, I guess we'll you didn't buy it yet, you dick. We'll just postpone it. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited to hear what you think of the the ending and stuff of the of first the, one. Yeah, that'll be nice. Maybe we'll have a Bioshock hangover. Or do you think it's probably it's probably too late to have it's a Bioshock hangover? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have much input. It's been so long. Right. Yeah. It's, it's been a while. Fair yeah. Enough. We'll talk about it on the regular episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a game that came out in like 2007. Is it that or old? Or 2006, maybe. It's been a while. Well, so. yeah. well I really like it. Mm-hmm. Glad I got back into it. I'm excited to play Bioshock Infinite. You better be. I am. I'm excited to hear what you think about Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. I got to beat Bioshock 2 first, so. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Uh, Corey, did you want to chime in with anything? Played more Final Fantasy Dimensions. Thought I'd have a beat this week. Surprise, surprise. Not quite there yet. Next week? <laughs> uh, hopefully. Okay. Um, what else did I play? I played some more Borderlands 2 with my roommate. That's still a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And didn't touch The Witcher. That's it. Age of Empires 2. All right. Uh, yeah. I guess that's everything. I've really got to pee. So let's uh, let's finish this bad boy up, right? Yeah. Bring it home, Daniel. Uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. Our Twitter, is tw- our Twitter feed is twitter.com slash tsathletes or at capital T, capital S, athletes. Our website is www.thumbstickathletes.com. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can leave us an intro or ask us a question via Which, voicemail. I should say, we haven't gotten in a while. It's, it's been a little while since we've gotten a, a voicemail. It's 607-527-0547. Uh, if you want to email us directly, you can email us at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. Uh, Idaho Jake emailed us his, his defiance review. Um, via email, I think it's probably easier to write like a little something longer that on on yeah. on an email than it is on like a Facebook post. And he, he got a purchaser out of it. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm buying it. Oh, excellent. Yes. 
So, yeah, uh, yeah. if you want to email us directly, thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. If you want to help out the podcast financially, at least as of right now, um, the best way to do it is to, uh, if you're going to be placing an order through Amazon, click through our banner on our website uh, before you place your order. Clear Amazon-related cookies first and then click through our banner and, and place your order for whatever game's coming out. Um, you know, or if you're ordering games that already came out, you can do that too. Um, just, yeah, clear your Amazon related cookies and, uh, place your order through our website and we get a little kickback from that. So that'll do it for episode 90 of the thumbstick athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. I'm Eric. I'm Sparky. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.